Hello and welcome to episode 346 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Tom Kennett, and also joining us this week, a returning Connor Harmer. The transfer window is in full swing. Arsenal look set to take their spending over 200 million before the end of the week. Bayern Munich have made a second bid for Harry Kane. Manchester United have kicked their longest serving player to the curb. Cesar Azpilicueta became the eighth first team player to lead Chelsea this summer. Spurs ditched their own calamity keeper and we've all been left asking how we can possibly keep up with the projected spending of Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool. Before we get into all of that though, a very important question for the pair of you. How are we doing today? I was better to that last sentence left your mouth. Having just said what Arsenal are spending and we still wouldn't have matched that. We've seen the Mbappe rumours, the Valverde rumours. <laughs> this could be a long part if that's what we're going to be covering. <laughs> I saw someone earlier saying no chance of Liverpool signing Valverde, a journalist. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was... There's, there's an Arsenal account that basically tried to prove how easy it is to start a transfer rumour and either a Spanish paper's picked it up or they've just been proven right. right. So they, the they, posted, a, they posted a picture and it was like, remember this. And it's a picture of like Camavinga, Chiumeni and Frankie de Jong. And then they said, like, someone said, Camavinga uh, to Arsenal then. And he replied saying, no, not him. And then just some shite Spanish paper said like, Arteta is still interested in Chiumeni. And he's gone, I don't I don't tweet things just for the sake of it. <laughs> and that there's a PSG account called like PSG Transfer Source or something. It's like something we could make. Last week it was saying that um Mbappe to Arsenal, which Miguel Delaney did confirm if he's coming to the Prem, he wants he wants to continue on his legacy. Jesus Christ. Um But so he tweeted today Harry Kane is Luis Enrique's number one target. And all these aggregators are running with it. <laughs> and it literally says like fan site in the bio. So <laughs> I was looking for something else. I was like, Troy, I had a thing pop up. Troy Weaver liked to tweet. And I thought, I've not tweeted anything in a while. What's this going to be? And it was a quote tweet from Raul Moat <laughs> and Gascoigne turning up at the scene. Not from Raul Moat, you should yeah. point out. <laughs> and um, on the related tweets underneath, it must have just, it was in the structure of like a, Blackberry quote tweet so it must have just related it that way and it was me on deadline day saying surely not and someone had said that uh, Chikorito had been spotted outside the Emirates <laughs> and it was like is this going to happen that was a thing for about an hour I seem to recall but obviously not Connor how are you doing today yeah I'm all good good to be back well we're going to start with uh, David De Gea mm. I'd say this time last year you were quite defensive regarding him on this podcast. When did that change? Second game in. Oh, I think it was. No, I think it is, it's, this season's become more apparent than anything else really, which uh, has kind of done him no favours and especially towards the last three months of the season. I suppose it seems like the last quarter of this season <laughs> seems to have just been a drop off in, in yeah. United fans' opinions anyway. Yeah, I think the... Uh, well, he's basically got kicked out of Europe, kicked out of, obviously lost the FA Cup final and almost cost us fourth place with the West Ham performance. So <laughs> I guess he, when you put it like that. He's done yeah. himself no no real favours. Second honest. game was Brentford, wasn't it? Yeah. That one, I think 
I mean, it's testament to some of the moments in your season that I forget that every so often. And then I see that um, like Josh De Silva goal pop up and it's like, okay, mm. that did happen. They had the right idea. Get it in the first couple of games. There's <laughs> yeah. enough of a season to go yeah. past that you can forget Can't the humiliation. Forget, yeah. I, do remember, I do remember getting a text from you during the first leg of the Europa League semi-final where you were like, that's it. I was doing a, I was doing the movie podcast. We we're doing, I think, Spotlight, proper depressing film. And I, I didn't know what was happening. And I had my phone just lighting up saying, defended him for too long. I've had enough of him. I'm finished with him now. And then I think you cemented it in another chat and was like, that's it. That's it. He's done. He's gone on record there. It just got to a point where it was painful watching him with his feet and then the staying on his line. It's just, yeah. Well, you don't, you never want other fans to be invested in transfer and like contract negotiations to one of your players, unless it's like, is Salah going to go to Madrid? He's going to run his deal down. Is Saka Saliba as I've had this season. When people are saying, oh, really hope they keep him. (laughs) Yeah, that's the shortest. Never a good point to Mm. be in. We've had that quite a lot. (laughs) So. Well, they don't really seem to heed our advice, though. Like, that's why I, I noticed that. The Pogba film, we were like, look, just rip the plaster off. You're like, no, maybe, just maybe. <laughs> and De Gea has just been year on year. Like, maybe this one. When I heard rumours that he might be available oh, this summer, of course he did. it could work. Well, it's the thing with De Gea, isn't it, where United fans so long was like, well, as far as I was aware, the number one thing in goalkeeping is shot-stopping. Nothing is playing with your feet. When did this become a thing? We judge a keeper when they keep it out of the net. And he'd be like, well, statistically, he's like one of the worst of that as well. Don't give me any of that bollocks. I I know what I'm watching on the TV. And we trust the eye test and uh, until you have to kind of squint your eyes a bit and the hair add you more than squinting, I think. Hmm. Yeah, the shot stopping has uh, decreased as well, hasn't it? it has he still worse. made the odd save that you were like, how has he made that? And that's a brilliant save. And I think that kind of left the impression with, like that was kind of the last thing that people remembered. So it kind of, people were still rolling with that a little bit rather than the actual issue that was in hand. You were here, wouldn't else. you? Like some, some fans would say, look, if we didn't have him this season, we wouldn't be in the top four. So- yeah if we only highlight the good things he's done, then fair. And it's like, well, maybe we take some of the games away and say you get some added points on top of it if you save him. I'll, I'll never get over that performance against us at the Emirates, which yeah. I watched back recently. Yeah. He was almost overshadowed by Pogba putting Bellerin on the weights, which doesn't seem that outrageous now when you say it out loud like that. But at the time, it was horrible. <laughs> it was like the when Hazard and he tossed Cockerland to the side. I was on the mm. coach to London for, we were watching something. And it's like, mm. what the hell is going on here? <laughs> but when Pogba shrugged him over, De Gea, the mo- record saves in a Premier League game mm. there. And watching it back, some of them, insane. When Arsenal fan TV's at his peak at that point, TK's boy DT, I think, was on there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it's the one, the one with his foot, wasn't it? Where he yeah. saves it and then he puts his foot up. He says he could have saved the fucking Titanic. <laughs> but there's a comp that I saw on uh, TikTok. My TikTok's largely football comps and food where idiots have to scrape a knife along to tell you it's crunchy as if that confirms it's good food. <laughs> Great stuff. But it was a thing of him and it's all these people saying, oh God, I can't believe he's the best keeper I've seen. And then it's calamity, calamity, calamity. And it's going to happen at some point. There's an article on The Athletic today, I think it was, and he basically says, 
they were quoting Bruno's, didn't he? Say you deserve to go out, yeah, um, in front of our fans with a like, and they said, if you want that, United's the wrong club for you. Yeah. And they're going through Beckham and Van Nistelrooy and, and and so many others, and very rarely do you get the perfect send off in football. Ask Steven Gerrard, yeah. De Gea. I mean, I think the last game probably. Do you think if you win that FA Cup, they keep him? Because mm. Ten Hag was still on on the ropes, wasn't he? Right up until the end of the season, publicly at least. Publicly, I think. I think he'd made his mind up by that point before that. But maybe if he saves a good doing shot, the first one, I, I still don't think he can do anything about. I don't think. I think that is. No, yeah, no, no. I think I've heard people say. I, I, should, I think he should have saved it. Should save I it think all. if it's not De Gea, I don't think we would even question it. No, I, I think I it's because it's him. You go yeah. for maybe you should, because we know he's had a few calamities. I, and I've been watching quite a few times. I think I still think I don't think he should save that. I don't even think he should die for it because I don't think he's going to get anywhere no, near it. It's a frunk. Remember the Coutinho one, first day of, this, first day of the season or first home game of the season? <laughs> that guy on AFTV again. Honestly, I've, I forgot I said that. Didn't he say, I've played goalkeeper yeah. and I would save it? That's oh, incredible. You need people like that with like the perfect level of delusion. I think I can yeah. like attribute it to some of our players. I could never, like I've seen myself kick a football. Every so often if I've not played, I think maybe I'm a bit better than I am and I'll like chuck a ball up in the garden and go to control it and it all just comes back. <laughs> That, that, yeah, the second one was the second one was worse. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I think it gets slower disgusting. every time you watch it. <laughs> That's the problem. Five hundred and forty-five appearances in total for the club. One hundred and ninety clean sheets. Eight trophies, including the Premier League, Europa League, and FA Cup. Now, United chose not to trigger the year extension because he's just on like a mad mm. three hundred and seventy-five grand a week wage. Um, they then offered him another contract on reduced terms, which took a long time to negotiate. And then when they did finally agree on a deal, we're led to believe that he signed it and then United said, let's assess our options here. (laughs) I know some journalists are now kind of pouring water on that, but that was reported by a lot of legit people, wasn't it? Is it fair to say then that if he really wanted to stay, he played himself? Well, from things I've read as well was that he, like you said, he signed his part and apparently the games towards the end of the season had another contributing factor as to why it was then yeah. taken off the cut which like you say if, if you're performing bad in your job why should you be offered a, a new deal well some people saying well he was taking a pay cut and yeah fair but 200 grand a week is still more, I imagine at least level with what Allison is going to be on it's more than yeah. what Ramsdale's on it's going to be probably close to what Edison's on it's a pay cut fair but if we're judging it based on performance he, he's on a ridiculous salary as it is so yeah no other club is going to offer maybe Saudi I don't know but no realistic club around is going to offer him that so to, to have that and then to potentially be second choice is, is makes you, no sense from a business you thought point. for a while that he might do that didn't you you were saying he'll sign it and but we still might go and get a keeper mm. and I remember saying I don't know if he's going to do that it feels like a pride thing at that point if you've been there that long you you can't give the person the choice of doing it and if you are ultimately saying to him we are still going to go and get someone else I think they would have. I think it just would have been someone either a lot younger or a real experience, maybe like a Jan Sommer, someone like that, who you could say battle out for the position kind of thing. Or you get someone young in and say, we're going to give you quite a few games, but it's going to be a mixture between you both. Well, the summer links were quite strong for a while, weren't they? And Mm. 
Inter, it looks like, are going to sell Anana and replace him with Jan Sommer for less than six million. Which, what is he now? 35, maybe? Mid-30s, yeah. Yeah. But maybe you'd have signed that um, Japanese fella hereafter and saw what he was about yeah. pre-season and then yeah. make a decision later on and go big well, afterwards. There was rumours that they were after the the one uh, that like Brighton just signed uh, Bartz, I can't think of his surname, but they were after yeah. him apparently. Again, I think they only got him for 12, 13 million. So it, I imagine it probably would have been something like that. I was going to ask this later on. What What's the kind of ceiling of a move we can expect for Robert Sanchez in this window? Because if if he's put on the market before, like, say they put him in the market in January before um, Deserby decides to make the switch. We're all saying that he's going to go for a pretty decent fee. He's one of the better keepers in the league. And in six months, partly because of his attitude, I know he, he refused to sit on the bench. Would he not have been a fairly decent upgrade on De Gea? You save the money, kick it down the line. Because you'd probably have got a Trossard-like deal where mm. they say it's in our interest to sell him he doesn't want to stick around like he's got a bad attitude or whatever. Yeah. And you say he's better than De Gea. He probably could have got him for around 20 mil, I imagine. It's just whether you consider him that much of an upgrade to have made it worth it. What, now you'd get him for 20 million? I think so. He'd yeah, probably now, get him now, for less yeah, than, now, yeah. yeah, now I think, yeah. I yeah, think so before, I'm saying if you think his rep probably, then, yeah. has it <clears throat> diminished that much to where well, people must, are now not willing to take a chance on him? Well, like, should be, Chelsea yeah. not be looking at him instead of Kepper and so on? Well, there must be a reason why no one's gone after him, even Spurs or... I think the attitude thing must be part it, of it. And it must be bad for, them, for for clubs not to even be interested, especially at the price he could be at. And do you not need to be good enough now where you're like, I ain't dealing with Brighton. I'm not I'm not negotiating with them. I think I think probably more than the attitude thing, it's probably more the fact that he took him out of the team because he said he didn't think he was good enough to the ball, wasn't it? Yeah. Which if Brighton did that to you, you're going to go, we want a ball playing keeper. Even if you don't really want to, it's the fashionable thing. You've got to look like you want one. So you're going to say, why are we getting this guy in? Even though I think, yeah, club should be in for him because he's a good Premier League goalkeeper. Ooh. Better than anyone Chelsea have got. Yeah. But Spurs, the Spurs get in right on it. No, they've got, um, I forget his name. They brought like in. from Italy, isn't it? Yeah. Is it like, uh, it's about this, Vicario or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if the, the Ryan deal ended up getting made so or not. The Ryan, so they I was were thinking, what club should go in for one of those two and then whoever doesn't get him should get the other one because they're good Premier League keepers whatever else you think of them yeah, well they they were quoted 40 million and I remember <laughs> Sean kind of turning his nose okay, I don't like him that much <laughs> but is that not the going rate the, yeah I, I didn't think it, when I saw the price well, it I is when it's expensive but it's when not when clubs are signing Declan Rice for 105 million yeah it becomes yeah, the going rate true. doesn't it mm. English though isn't it distorted the market yeah, Vicario. There you go. That's okay. good. Yeah, from Empoli, but he's one who's just had like one good season, basically. And yeah, no, I, I'm not going to you know claim to know anything about him. So whether that's better than uh, Robert Sanchez, for example, I don't know. With keeper, maybe you should just go for trying to test it sometimes. Your the the stock of a keeper seems to go up and down like nothing I've seen. Like the, in the last six months Very of the season, quick. Jose Sar's stock was like on the floor, and the season before that metrically he was like the best in the league and he was being spoken about as the next big sale from Wolves weird one though he's even splits Wolves fans when you look at them online some of them are saying look he's kept us up this year and other ones are going look he's a good shot stopper but not going to keep not going to do anything more I don't know he's had some howlers he has some howlers against us he has like an unreal game and then he'll just do something stupid 
I do wonder how much these players just want to play for Wolves, and that's part of the issue. Motivation. Is yeah, that yeah. He got bored. Do you reckon, because if we hear the gossip, would you look up the gossip on yourself if you were a player? Oh, yeah, of course yeah. you would. And so if you constantly see, you know, United, <laughs> Chelsea, Barca, Madrid, even at like Atletico and so on, I saw him being linked to, um, to being replacing Oblak at Atleti. When Wolves go behind, you might be like, fuck this. Well, <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I mean, that's an extra level of laziness with a goalkeeper doing yeah. that. <laughs> if a player, maybe they stop running a bit. The keeper's not, I'm not even going to bother trying. Mm. I don't want to give um, TK an aneurysm here, Connor, so I won't, I won't look at him. Oh, Anana is obviously the first choice yeah. that, that you're after. The athletic report that Dean Henderson is under consideration as your number one next season. Is there a world in which that can happen? I think there probably is if they can't get this on an ideal done, but it sounds pretty much like it's pretty much done, almost there. If Dean Henderson plays in that first pre-season friendly before the terms are agreed, well, if he's, he's in, right... He's injured though. Oh, okay. So he is injured for now. So Tom Heaton is going to start the first pre-season game. That is maybe the best thing Henderson could have done. If he can just make this claim that if he saw me train, he'd want me and he just never gets to train in front of us. No, so he's trained. Oh, he trained last, oh, I think it was last week he put online that he's training, but he's not fit enough to... I think same principle I think like, if he doesn't see me play. United fans were cooking him, weren't they? Because he did like, um, great first day, so glad yeah. to be back or something. People are like, you weren't saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't saying that a year ago. Well, I think the deal with Forrest is, is done. It's just waiting for us to get the keeper. But, when you're saying Heaton can't go to Luton, then... Yeah, I, th- I think that's a bit savage. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'd like to think that they'll sign a keeper and then let him go. It seems a bit savage at his age to not let was him go. Was he going to go in as their number one or is he just yeah, going no, in as Yeah, a, no, number oh, one as well, yeah. Is, I don't know. I reckon at his age, I'm actually going, I'll take the bench at United, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Getting peppered at Luton every week. <laughs> that's a tough gig. They could be a, a derby, couldn't they? Yeah, well, people, going. people are trying to be bullish on them and saying, you know what? I don't think they'll be as bad as you reckon. What does that mean? Yeah. Wow, what are we now judging that, that against? seems the like the, the easiest take you're going to come out with here. Yeah. I saw um, Michael Cox tweet earlier today and he was like, I can tell a World Cup's coming up. But he said, um, no, something like, my curtain raiser for World Cup is someone telling me their dark horse is one of the favourites come for the competition. Yeah. Don't, Belgium 2018. We don't need, yeah, we don't need to... <laughs> AJ's uh, PSG Champions League show. It's it's not long ago that you were being linked to Jordan Pickford. Now, at that time, you were telling me you'd take anyone. Now I, that I don't remember that. You did. It's because I. It was the same day that Jack told me he'd take anyone in at Chelsea. In any position, <laughs> maybe, that, maybe, uh, maybe uh, I should manage some people that wouldn't. I wouldn't take. So I was gonna. Now that you know, De Gea is gone. The witch is dead, so to speak. <laughs> you'll be slightly more fussy. Mm. I don't think that he, I don't think he was ever a real target. I think, you don't I think, talk I think sports just, sources. Uh, you don't know, read Alex Crook. I, I think it's paper paper talk. Um, Mason Mountain. Now, if you could just let us know your thoughts, if he's an upgrade on what you've already got, and how much of an upgrade is he? I think he is. I, I was a bit skeptical at first, but can you the tell more- us what you described him as? Uh, a headless chicken is what no, I'm no, no, no. No, you said he's the perfect combination of Ericsson and Fred. That I stick by. That's not uh, a selling oh, point for oh, a sixty oh, million. Oh, oh, I can see why they spent the money then. Yeah, fair enough. I retract my headless chicken. Comment. <laughs> um, 
What I mean by that is he's a, I didn't say, I said he's a mix, perfect mixture of them both in terms of Fred's energy and Ericsson's creativity. Maybe not as much, not as much as creative as Ericsson and not as energetic as Fred, but he's a nice blend. Sounds like a jack of all trades to me. <laughs> I, would, I would say he's a, he's a perfect blend of them both who can offer, who can do yeah. both jobs effectively. Because they definitely can't do the other. Effect, yeah, effectively, last season you were bringing them both in and they're doing different jobs. So you're changing how you're playing depending on who's in. Whereas I got what you were saying. You can kind of have that blend in there where he does both both roles effectively. It's like if we signed a player and then I described him to you and said, you know, Havertz, he's like just the perfect combination of El Nenny and Fabio Vieira, <laughs> then I wouldn't be happy at 65 million. <laughs> I feel you're putting some disrespect on them both though. No, you you weren't as sold if you, kind of like me, me with Havertz, if I told you on the last day of the season, you're going to spend... I was going to say, I told you to spend 60 million on someone from Chelsea, but I don't think you'd have been happy regardless. I think it looks worse because of the season Chelsea have just had. Not one Chelsea player has played well, bar maybe Enzo, you could argue. Uh, but he won't be arguing that. <laughs> I, that. I, I think he's, he's played well, but I think, yeah, because of the season they come off, everyone's like, oh my God, you're spending that on that player. Whereas, had you done it the season before, it's like, well, 60 million, that's a pretty good deal actually. Nobody was saying that's a pretty good <laughs> No. I mean, you well, might I mean, say it's more it, fair. It, it, yeah, I'm not fair, saying... Not good at fair. No one's going to fall. They're doing good business yeah. there. Well, are we, are we 55 plus five? Or are we... Uh, we're, six, we're, well, we're 60. With that Havertz deal, he's <laughs> definitely going to be rounding up the Mount one. I can confirm that. I think we're about 80 million dollars are we saying for, uh, <laughs> yeah. for Mason Mount? I hate it when CBS do that and they put it in dollars. 50 million yen or whatever it is. Shiver down your spine. So you're both saying, strangely, that you weren't sure about the signings until you confirmed them, and now you're definitely both sure about Mountain Havertz. Havertz, at least I was on the record as liking prior to us signing him. There's at least a paper trail that I can go <laughs> prior back Prior to Chelsea on. signing him. <laughs> no, you can go back the morning of the Champions League final, Chelsea City, I tweeted, the man that's going to make the difference there is Kai Havertz. That's as on the record as I can be. I'm sure there's some uh, some other stuff on the record that might uh, go against that, but fair enough. We only quote the record when it's uh, when it's good. Are you surprised that Chelsea fans cared this much about Mason Mount? I had no idea. I thought it was like a academy kid kind of. I didn't know the freak out. Is, I did not see this coming. Yeah, I was pretty sure. They, look, they've been trying to convince themselves he's the new Lampard. Yeah. So you've got to come up with something that you. I don't know. It's and some of the stuff he's done with United probably will run the wrong way. That one in the dressing room with his with his dad is unreal. And it did that, apart from anything, did look very much like Chelsea with a stepping stone to this big club that I've arrived at now. Which is an extra level of uh, salt in the wound, isn't it? I I wish there was a way that we could see a record of like everyone in recorded history that's being compared to Judas, because I bet some of the names you would see outrageous on it would be incredible, and like the crimes committed in both parts. Yeah. But yeah, Mount that is—is is there any anything about that? Do we know why when he said, "You know, I took you here when you were a kid"? Because I've never heard that he was a United fan when he was a kid. Well, no, he's a Portsmouth fan, isn't he? So, so where the hell is all of this come? What I, does I, this I even mean? Know. I mean, because he's <laughs> also pours a little bit of scorn on the whole Chelsea thing anyway. But that's, well, that's a separate. From what I, I I know he's. He's born in Portsmouth, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's yeah, a fan. Yeah, yeah. He just went to Chelsea when as he was a young, young age. Yeah, so, he said about having a season ticket yeah. during. Yeah, unless his 
Well, I thought I was missing something. That's his dad's a United fan. I don't know. Whether he had like a trial or something, I dare say. If he's, you know, because a lot of these kids end up having trials all over the place. He was at the game, wasn't he? When Ronaldo scored that famous free kick, he was in the away way end there. So again, I don't know whether that. We questioning the keeping on that one. I think James can get a hand on that. By the way, I had to enjoy the Chelsea fan outrage at the Mount stuff in the same week as they were loving the posh saying Chelsea are the greatest team in the last 15 years and trying to wind Spurs fans up. You saw the duality of football. I actually, I sent that to Jack when he was ranting at me about Mount and I said, that posh thing was funny though and he just aired it and just carried on saying about Mount. (laughs) Was this when he was pissed? Uh, Before actually, he went on again. Fair enough. But even, even Chelsea fans, there was one that said to me, this has to be like the the scummiest thing I've seen a player do since like Ashley Cole joined us and it was like well, how did you feel about oh. that then because I didn't remember yeah. anyone complaining yeah. about that at that point I don't remember you going I feel sorry for the Arsenal fans here and the tapping up at that point fly me blatant um, is there actually is there a right way to join another team in the Premier League like if we think of all the players we've liked that have left at the top of their game which I think is important did any of them join another team in the league with the blessing of their fan base? Is it even possible? No. Because no. even like... Uh, Grealish, you could argue. Fair. But no, yeah, then not, I saw that when, I like, say, when he first not contemporaries though, are they? It's, no. it's, this is, you're essentially going, if you're a team that considers itself... Mm. Well, no, because I've seen the reaction to Rice joining us and that was the first thing. I don't know if the London thing... Some of the fans did actually kind of go about Greenish. Yeah, that's well, what, that's why I yeah. stopped myself. Yeah. I think with Greenish, it was kind of you 100 million. Knew, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, and you kind of knew he had outgrown the club. He he needed that that move. Well, they to took a bit club. of time, didn't they? And then it's okay. We'll cheer him on now. Yeah. for for them. But the, the stuff I, I've as I've seen with Rice, the Mount stuff. And I don't know if there's ever a way that no. like. Bakary Sanya left us on a free in joint city. And I remember the vitriol towards him at the time. Yeah, quite a conveyor belt at that point. I could see why yeah. you'd be pissed. <laughs> and I'm just trying to think if there was ever one that I could think of where that hasn't no, If the fans case. are happy to see you go, that suggests yeah. something hasn't gone well, doesn't it? So yeah, they're never going to be happy. And especially in the age where we've got to produce social media content, Mount is going to do like promo stuff with United or whatever that is going to rile people. It's, mm. What was Poch supposed to say? Was he supposed to say, Chelsea are okay, uh, I think Spurs are probably a bit bigger. So we, <laughs> there's Never ways of doing it. Him, I mean, he could have managed it a lot better than that, I will admit, yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's being happy, and then there's like, I've never been happier. <laughs> to be honest, I've never been happier. United were, according to the German journalist, bullied away from Kim in the same window that I saw you link with Robin Cock on a free, so there's something going on there. <laughs> How do we think United are going to cope? Small centre-back already, may have lost some of his spring now. Do we think that's a priority in this window? Not unless Maguire leaves, I don't think. If the man can't jump the same now, <laughs> toast. I, I wondered how long it would take, actually, for you to... The thing is, we know... Out of sight, and he's out that's like a lot we know who you've just signed <laughs> and who's smaller what do you mean? yeah we do Lisandro's smaller Timber is smaller than no, Lisandro that's incorrect let's get him in have a lineup. have you seen the photos <laughs> we have yeah, I've literally we... sent you a photo where he's smaller than him when he's crouching down and uh... you're using Tom Cruise angles <laughs> these aren't like the Lisandro still on a bench to try and get to Messi's height well listen even, even if they are very similar heights 
you do know that the first time he gets dunked on, you're you're going to get a lot of stick for all the stick you've given. <laughs> well, I don't think that'll happen because United fans have told me that you could be four foot tall and a centre-back in this league and anytime you lose a header, it's not because of your height. Yeah, but he ha- Lissandro hasn't been dunked on, dunked on yet. Ben me, Ben me posterised that man. He was he wasn't even jumping for the ball. <laughs> that might be why he was dragged at half time. <laughs> Dunked on by the Burnley manager only a few months before that. Mm. Incredible. All right. Well, we may come back to United. Um, w- we hope we're going to get the confirmation of the move for Declan Rice this week. <laughs> we really hope. <laughs> How much does he upgrade Arsenal's midfield, if at all? I saw this being debated on Talksport this week. <laughs> I tell you, you didn't take kindly to that. I can, or some it, of the opinions. What if the opinion is explained? Then I can at least see the point of view. When it's coming from some of these people that are just thick as anything. Go on, name them. Well, it's Rory Jennings, isn't it? And I um, was it Ali, Ali Oladipo with him? Yeah, they normally do a show yeah. together, and he's going Shame on because that because you know we've heard that. Party's quite the leader in the dressing room, have we? Yeah, I can shoot more Arsenal content than a lot of people. Yeah, more well, than him, certainly. I've never heard that before. They did, say he keeps himself to himself. Did he say anything in the... <laughs> yeah, if only he did. Did he say anything in the whole uh, All or Nothing documentary? I didn't see him there the whole time. Which, you know, you might oh. suggest was for a reason, yeah. but nonetheless, nothing in the dressing room or anything. I mean, not g him up, is it? Now, Xhaka obviously was a leader in, in there. For sure, so, yeah. It's... Does him leaving leave a bit of a leadership void? But I would just say, for a player of his age, Declan Rice brings those sort of qualities himself, doesn't he? He's been a leader at West Ham already. I think, yeah. I think it's supposed to yeah. be... If that was the angle they were approaching it from, I mean. Well, because it's shifted, hasn't it? If when we were talking about this in January, or whenever it was, it was, you know, he's going to come in, he's going to play as an eight, and you look at what Xhaka did in this system, and Declan Rice is going to do this just slightly more. And then at some point in this summer, it shifted to he's definitely going to be playing as a six, which, unless it was just a numbers game, I don't know why the Xhaka and the Rice deal were tied up among each other. So the second we agreed the Rice deal, we let the Xhaka deal go through. Probably numbers then. I don't know if um, the other targets that we're looking at bear any weight in that. Oh, there's more. You can spend more. Well, I mean, Havertz coming in and then the... Every both us and Liverpool have been linked with Lavia. While there's at least two journalists of each club that's like, I don't know where they're getting this from. Like this isn't a thing. <laughs> and so I don't his know, agents working overtime. Yeah, yeah. I don't know um, what's going to happen. What position should he be playing for Arsenal? I I think a mixture. If you uh, d- if depend, you're in Edu's depend. office on Monday and you're on his little whiteboard and you're shuffling around, where is he being positioned on the board? Well, I think it depends who you're playing. Assume Edu's in work at if, this point. Yeah, you're not all if, you, if, if you're playing a, a City or a Liverpool, I would say you play him as a six. If you're playing a Luton, maybe, maybe not a Luton actually, because they're probably sitting a lot more. Maybe somebody who is going to be fairly open to you, you probably play him a, a, a bit more advanced. So it depends if you keep party as well. How, how functional would or will a Rice-Havertz-Erdegaard midfield trio be? Because 
that ultimately is dictating our summer business as to how fluidly those that trio can work together. Depends if Havertz wants to run. I mean, his his running numbers are up there with every attacker in the league. He just like looks, he leads in everyone. He just looks like that player that just doesn't run. Like so, I don't know, it's not. A, I don't know what it is. He just looks like well, that player that just looks uninterested. See him stood next to Saliba, by the way. Yeah, he's tall, isn't he? He's taller than Saliba. Mm. Yeah, but he's also a streak of piss. Well, like, he is not this guy. He's not that guy for that midfield. Well, like you can have some games where it is because you're going to have so much of the ball. He's a good creative player, so he should be able to get on it. But as Connor said, he's not going to. He's not going to put a foot in. He's not going to do the jack. He, he does put a foot in. He just isn't that guy. Come on. I, I. I. I don't. I hate seeing the lineup pictures like it. So if we're going to talk about the, the the lineup thing, that us, you to a different degree, City to a different degree, are going to do the three box three which Herbert Chapman originated, by the way. I keep saying it called the John Stone system. We were doing it with Zinchenko about six months before City were doing it. I don't know how they've managed to... It's pick, amazing what winning a treble will do for you. Pickpocket that. Well, they, you could say they did it better than we did. I think that's what people are saying, yeah. And that's probably it was, it it's not. It's not their system. We have to, yeah, have, we, we have, to cut, have emerged from the season with something. Yeah. <laughs> and so the idea, if you're drawing that up, I guess, is Rice... And I guess Zinchenko in the current state there, and then Erdegaard and Havertz in front of them. On paper, looks fantastic. I have my doubts. I'm choosing to believe that. I just think you'll you would look even with that being said, significantly less solid than you did this year. The good thing about you, certainly in the early partnership as well, was how you never feared Arsenal would lose their structure or their shape. They were always. They were hard to play as well as being very good going forward. They struck the balance perfectly. Whereas I think you would just start to look that little bit more porous, especially with Rice having to come into a new team and basically learn this new system. That's a lot to ask for him in that role. I, I think Party Rice, Erdegaard is the best midfield trio in the league if we play those three together. It just seems like... I think we're going to get some dirty dog offer from Juve that they're going to end up selling to. He's turned down Saudi, so that's off the table. Hey, party? Yeah. Blind me. Thought you'd have took the money and ran. No, nope, so. not like some of these Liverpool boys. No. Hendo. Hendo, the latest one, linked today. If there's a player I could see less in Saudi. Yeah, it's tough <laughs> to imagine, isn't it? Um, I mean, to be fair, if I was advising him, don't look online because <laughs> the fans seem to be trying to get you to go to Saudi. Well, Thiago as well. Now, that trio, I could, even if you flip it and you have a pivot of party, Rice, and Erdegaard in front, but he's really, he's really great coming from deep. I don't think we should sell him unless there's a very good reason to sell him, which we'll find out financially in uh, in the near future. Is this move a show of faith in Jorginho? Go on. What are we saying that we'll trust him to take for, to fulfil the minutes that Party was fulfilling over a season? I kind of forgot about him to be honest, but that it could be an option. For him to play there. I think I, I said to someone recently I was up at about 1am in my mind saying whether Declan Rice was going to free up Jorginho in our system and <laughs> I, I had to really force myself to go to sleep <laughs> I mean yeah. that Newcastle performance in my mind he'll through. pick up some minutes won't he um, he probably should have picked up some more minutes yeah. than yeah. last year so how do West Ham replace Declan Rice I, I've told you this many a time. 
we we've had a frog McTominay. We we put 105 million on the table, and he said to me, "The best offer is still 40 million, Harry Maguire and Scott McTominay." Goodness me. Because everyone knows they have money. So they want to get quality. Everyone is bumping the price up. Then they won't get a better player. Scott McTominay. For for the money you could get. Because what they could have, or say could have, could have had. This is the thing. McTominay comes in to replace Rice. You can then have 40 million to put somebody who can share the good centre midfielder. And you're then having a starting centre back. Well, to be honest, I don't even hate necessarily the structure of the deal. I just think the forty million mark, you're gonna to have to give me sixty. I I text Steve about this, and I think he was quite dejected with the deal. To be honest, he he was one of these West Ham fans that were just gagging for him to go to City, which <laughs> made me really sick. I said their haggling means that they could now be stuck blowing the bag on James Ward, Prowse, and McTominay. He said he'd be happy with that. Sent it to the other corner. Not so not so happy. <laughs> I like the world price part of the equation. The thing is, they they the right money. if they go abroad, any club abroad is going to overcharge them, knowing they have that money. If if I'm if I'm West Ham and I've got money to spend on a midfielder out of Ward Prowse and McTominay, I'm not sure that money goes on Ward Prowse. That for, man for, for the type of midfielder they need. No, because yeah, him and Enzo doing the fifteen hundred meters, you you might have some competition there. I'm not saying he's quick, but he, he still puts himself a battle. I don't know if he even put, does. He put himself. He a does more than Kai Havertz. I'll tell you that. If we want, doesn't, have, they, doesn't they, have the quality. Yeah. There's also others they're going to need. Like Suchek probably needs replacing. So, this is the thing. So, say Palini. I, I, you guys must have seen a different Scott McTominay to me. That's fair enough. We watched this Scotland game. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> Moisey. Moisey will tell him his Scotland is better. Yeah, yeah. If if Palini is the man you want. And say Fulham say, well, we aren't letting him go for seventy uh, for anything less than seventy five million. Do you pay that, or do you look elsewhere? Is it more about getting the man you want, or the price you're paying for them? I guess. I would say not many clubs should cough up that money for Paulinho, but West Ham have that money burning a hole in their pocket. They may as well. You, they'll sell him in a year or two because another club will come in and go a really good midfielder for West Ham. We'll take him, and they'll overspend again. Maybe Arsenal. Do you think if he played for anyone else, more would have been made of the, the amount of bookings he had? Palinia. 13 bookings across the season. It's good enough for Gareth Barry. I don't think he was getting that season. <laughs> if we saw the numbers on the yeah. last season, he must have been averaging about that. It's... Let's get, get stuck in, it's no problem. Well, a lot of Arsenal fans, I'm somewhere in between, have been telling these West Ham Twitter accountants that maybe... Sullivan and whoever else would have been better moving in a with a bit more stealth and not publicising every single offer that was made, whether it was going to be rejected beforehand, the money they wanted, the payment terms, the structure. When you tell everyone you want all this money up front, the next club's going to go, "Why? Well, you got a, quite a, quite a big amount of cash in your pocket." Is it possible to do a hundred mil deal quietly? Is maybe the first question I would have there, but they certainly didn't need to be as public as it was, did it? And that's only worked against them in the long run. Uh, yeah, but it, I think the only mistake there is not getting players sorted out coming in prior because they knew offers were coming for Rice and they knew they were going to be selling it. So get your ducks lined up. And then other than that, I'd say they played the deal well because I don't think they've got more than 105 million. No. I think the, the manner in which the instalments come in is probably better than they could have hoped for. And I think by doing it, they had to basically bring City to the table to try to get them to scare you a little bit even. 
I to get they what they wanted that. with uh, less noise. I think they could have done it, but I, I, yeah, I'm not really sure they could have made much difference. I think they probably played it well. Well, Harvey Barnes now it looks is not going to go to West Ham, which two weeks ago was deemed to be their priority target in the in the attacking area. That's a big miss. Like that, you try and get that sewn up prior, knowing yeah. you're going to get this money coming in. But they were claiming they were that skin; they couldn't spend any money until they had this one in. Which is why I'm saying maybe you make some more compromises to get it over the line, yeah. or you just get some other people involved. So say, I think City, they got some people in to say, "Can you go and do a bit of the hard work for us, and then come back with what we need to do?" Spurs, we know, did it with Luis Diaz. We we learned hard anything about that Luis Diaz move until Liverpool had hijacked it. <laughs> This isn't the West. The West Ham. That Harvey Barnes deal. What? F- f- that's just so perfect. Harvey Barnes in the Champions League for a start. I'm as sold on him as I've been. You are. You really are. I think he's a better purchase than uh, Tonali. How much are they getting him for? This this is the question because someone at work told me 25 million. I refuse to believe no, that. I mean, that's I'm going to assume I'm going to assume closer to 45 is probably going to be about it. It's going to be actually if it's Madison 40 for Madison, 40, we're probably looking 30. about 40, 40, 35 ish. Yeah, I'd say that. It's good. It's good business. How much is Jared Bowen going for if you buy him? More or less than Harvey Barnes? I guess the relegation thing comes into it. So. Probably 50. Oh, Who would you rather have? Probably Barnes. I'd say they're no probably, 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 no probably about it for me. I think I think Barnes. They're probably similar in terms of consistency, a, but yeah. How much just, of a price kind of you watch. put on that clutch gene? The clutch gene. Jared Bowen's clearly clutch. Yeah, yeah, he's got it, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I always thought when you watch Harvey Barnes, like looks a quality player, but then you sometimes make question some of the end product. Look at his numbers from last year. You're in a relegated team, we did that two weeks ago. And like what? How many goals? Like, Thirteen <laughs> yeah. league goals, Matt. Yeah, I, I think he's a bigger upgrade on armor on than Tenali is on long stuff. And Barnes wants to be there, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is a man that discovered Almiron, so he tells me. Famously, my Atlanta boys. <laughs> West Ham, I don't know. Spurs maybe had the right idea post Gareth Bale. It was the execution of yeah the deal, yeah, and that's absolutely. now being kind of held up as don't do this but really maybe do this just a bit better is, yeah. is the issue if you sign like eight or nine quality players for that, with that money you go that's incredible mm. now obviously the way the market shifted you're even okay players are going to cost a, a lot of money but if you can get two really good players in for that money it's difficulty for West Ham is players of that value think they can get a slightly bigger club than West Ham so because well, Villa spent the um Grealish money before they sold Grealish, didn't they? I think yeah. you alluded to this earlier. We spent the Van Persie money before we'd sold Van Persie. Now, less about the players we brought in for that money. Yeah. Villa, probably less about what they spent the money on as well. You just need the right people in place to do it, but I don't know. West Ham obviously don't, they don't have that either. Yeah, having just missed out on Harvey Barnes, isn't it a good start? Well, to they, they've only just brought in this new sporting director. Oh, God. He came in a week ago, I think. Supposedly, some of the holdup for the Rice deal was that Sullivan insisted he he, he booked a holiday and, and he he wasn't cancelling his holiday. <laughs> Man of principle. Yeah. It's very interesting. They are obviously going to be bent over a barrel, and they maybe just need to grit their teeth and pay. if it's if it's the right man. I don't know if they see 
for us with Declan Rice, we obviously said there is no alternative to this and we're going to have to pay what we have to pay. Yep. West Ham perhaps can't do that, but maybe they can do that because they're, they're buying in a different market. And if they think if they think Scott McTominay is the man and United say, I don't want to put a fee on this. <laughs> if United say he's going to cost you 40 mil and they're like, well, we only want to pay 30. Maybe they have to say, well, we think he's the man to do this. We're going to have to pay the cash. But haggling, there's so much competition that I don't think you can afford to wait in a lot of these cases, especially if you aren't the most attractive option. Yeah. If you think that Villa, Spurs, Newcastle could potentially get involved here, Newcastle have been telling everyone they're skint and clearly we we just don't know how skint they are. They may be buying Harvey Barnes because they're going to sell Sir Maximin in a fortnight, which is the Ruben move. I don't know. I was assuming they were if they were doing that. Yeah. And then um, last thing here before we move on to Villa, actually. Saliba, Saka, Martinelli deals now done. Right move for Reese Nelson. You were speaking about that around the end of the season when we didn't know if he was going to get that deal or not. Had a deal on the table from AC Milan. Arsenal talked him off the ledge. Mm. Matched the AC Milan terms. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a good deal for him financially. I'm sure that's all right. Uh, I, th- I think he's on similar to Eddie. Yeah, that's good money. He got 100 grand, didn't he? I think it's one of them, yes, yeah, so like up to 100 grand. So Take he's that. playing and... But then even you get like unused substitute appearances. So you get oh, your right, money, basically. Money. Yeah, the, uh, I think it's the right move for the club because I think he's a good player as an option to have. I think for him, I'd probably want to get first-team football. Uh, I don't know if necessarily, even though the Milan move would have been cool, I don't know if Serie A would have been necessary to move. I think he could get a lower Prem team, do well for them and then get another move back to the to the big time. But fair enough, it's good. Probably the right move for the club. Good squad player. That's the, that's the, the I've quest- liked him whenever he's come on. He's a good option to have. Yeah. The question is, decent player, obviously. Have we seen a player, perhaps, that hasn't fulfilled their potential early, then go on to fulfil it at 23? Lingard, I mean, you may laugh at, but <laughs> I, I can't laugh. I'm speechless. <laughs> that man has that, that that man has not got a new contract with Forest. I'm saying for a short period, as in he. But I'm saying so. We think he's this good now. He was supposed to be this good before. Is he this good now? Well, he's. I'm saying so. He's he's decent enough now. He's a decent squad player now. He's he's had a better season than Anthony. Who and he's played about. He hasn't started a game. If if you were to sell him, who does he go to? Like what kind of teams are picking him up? Well, he was going for free, so he was linked with Brighton. He was linked with Dortmund, Leverkusen, and AC Milan. AC Milan offered him a hundred grand a week. I'd have liked that Brighton move for him. I'd have liked it for him. I mean, Lingard could be the the career. Could be that that sort of trajectory. I'm saying Never in terms of guy. Lingard was on loan in the Championship until he was. 22, I think. I mean, I guess Harry Kane is the... Harry Kane none is of us have got John Lingard's age of, at what point in his career. So maybe... Yeah. maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Lingard's a weird one where you'd probably... I bet if you asked someone in the street, they'd go, he didn't fulfil his potential. And yet, as you said, when he was like a teenager, he probably didn't think he was going to do anything. So yeah. maybe he exceeded it in a way. Does he... He doesn't have to fulfil his, his potential on this deal though, does he? Is the counteract... Rich Nelson? Yeah. He has to be, what, slight 25% better than he is now? He has to essentially well, he make has his... to try and start games, surely. Well, he needs to prove... We need someone in this team that can prove that if Saka is carrying a knock, 
they don't say and... it's worth playing him over playing you, basically. Mm. But I think he, he said he's been there this long that he felt like he wanted to play in the Champions League for Arsenal, which I said this would happen to be someone. I didn't think it'd be Reese Nelson that I'd get that answer with. It's an interesting one because even at the end of the season when like everyone acknowledges Saka had an Achilles injury, they he played him on the last game in a season against Wolves. It made no sense. We, our yeah. position was secured and Nelson, I think he was injured then to be fair, but he has to be maybe, can he be as good as Trossard? That's a very good player. Because that's a disrespected player among yeah. Arsenal fans at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know. I guess that's something to aim for. My thinking with thing for the club is if you if he left, you're not, probably not bringing in a squad player of better quality than him for any reasonable sum of money because you'd have to overspend on someone who probably isn't going to start over Saka or Martinelli. Yeah. So you may as well keep him. Just from his point of view, just wonder is he going to look back at the lack of game time that he's probably going to get in terms of starts yeah. and think I should have done something else. And jury's out on Musa Diaby for me. I'll wait and see what happens with that move. 60 million for that. Not sold. Aston Villa, they made the move to bring in Yuri Tielemans. TK, if Tielemans had put a list of clubs down, say, mid-season, on his whiteboard in his house, about where he'd like to play his football across next season, where would Villa have been on that list, if anywhere? Near the top, near the bottom? I don't think they'd have been on the list, would they? I think he probably had quite an ambitious list and then accepted, okay, that list isn't coming in. Let's get the best of the rest. I, I would probably say the Villa midway through the season, probably no, but since Emery came in, maybe that's, that's changed mm. things. Mark, I'm thinking his list this summer, he's had some reflection, is probably different to the list of teams last summer that when he was being linked to us, he was being linked to, um, to in Syria. I don't know how good of a movie thought he was getting because... He has to have known how bad his stock was. Uh, yeah, and probably from January he would have thought clubs would be circling for him, wouldn't he? Mm. So if they're not, that kind of tells you something. Villa's a better move than I thought he was going to get. And I, I was just... What did you think he was going to get then? I thought I was could see him at like Valencia. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. I, I, thought I thought he was going to play in a slower league. I thought he was going to have a, live a lavish life. I thought he'd slip away into the sort of La Liga or Bundesliga mediocrity. I, I thought, thought maybe... I thought it, the height would probably be like a, a Milan, maybe. I've been doing a cool move. Just picking, yeah. picking him up on yeah. free. Like, it seems like an, an Italian club kind of thing, free deal. You can tell yourself it's a huge club, whatever, yeah. even though, you know, this isn't the Arsenal. It, maybe move maybe even like get. a Napoli. He, he's another man I want in my pay-per-view bleep test because <laughs> in this, we're betting on who comes last, by the way. And he, I wouldn't feel confident uh, we're all tearing our hair out as our guy goes too quick <laughs> stop it slow down Pau Torres is having a medical at Villa this week is this the plus point of appointing Unai Emery like is this one of the reasons for doing so like his name carries more clout managerially than Gerard and Dean Smith and whoever else they were linked with yeah yeah definitely in terms of you're pulling in La Liga talent definitely isn't it Pau Torres is being linked with United has been over only like what last year. That's a red flag for me. That I yeah. <laughs> not not the United. The, 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 he was linked to everyone, and he's left footed. Left footed should buy you a move anywhere with how things are at the moment. Villarreal. Separate for Tyrone Mings. Just finally puts a run together. Sorry, yeah. saying you're up. Villarreal set his release clause at forty five million because they were trying to entice in 
the big boys. From what I've seen of him, he looks an uh, uh, okay centre-back. He looks a good, but I don't know if great centre-back. Uh, but the thing is, I, I think it's the same with him and Diego Carlos. Oh, I mean, but... Spoke to Connor about that before we start recording. Which is... Maybe for Villa now, it's fine, because that's where they're at. Mm. But if they're Carlos looking to get wasn't. better and better, I do wonder how long those two would be around. He wasn't getting in the team over concert at the end of the season. Mm. They, didn't they still have Dendonka knocking around? They still got Dendonka. Yeah, they still got him. Callum Chambers, I think, is going to let go. Surprised he still hasn't found a home anywhere, because he always looks fairly competent. Like, even for us, he looked fairly competent outside of one very dodgy game. Mm. <laughs> Can Mings, tarnished him, that yeah. Can Mings and Torres play together as two left-footers? No. They're not particularly athletic men either. Like, I can't imagine Mings pivoting onto his right foot, for example. <laughs> I mean, Spain were reluctant to play Laporte and Torres together, so... Well, Torres has been dropped from the last five-plus squads. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that tells you all you need to know. Well, yeah, it shows Emery wants to build from the back more. I mean... Six months ago, United fans were telling us not to bother looking at Spanish squads because the coach didn't know what they, what he was talking about in the goalkeeper situation. <laughs> Ming says his recent success has been because Emery told him basically stay in his area. If someone else makes a mistake, that ain't your problem. Stay in your zone. I don't know how this is how this is going to work. I, I was reading today like an, an, an analysis of kind of what he is as a player, and they said he's the opposite of front footed. And can you can you rely on standing off players in the Premier League? Obviously, not Van Dijk's shown us that in the last season. Yeah, no, and he's. I don't think he looks the quickest whenever I've seen him. So I'm not sure if you can so get away with that. Are we thinking Emery's going to go the deepest of deep blocks, but he's expecting Pau Torres to dictate the build-up? Potentially, I mean that's that's looks to be his skill set. Is that so? That's, you'd have to. I don't know. Maybe does Paul Torres definitely start? Are we at three months' time? Are we talking about, you know what? He ended up sticking with Mings in the end and Torres is on the bench. Unai Emery called him the best centre-back he's ever seen. Okay. He probably, <laughs> probably will start them. Yeah, I don't I don't think you're getting a coup like that and not starting him. I just mean, I think he will start. Are we absolutely in yeah. fact that he's going to be good enough to start the season that, you know what, he has to start? I think he's going I don't to try the it. two together. What, I Mings? Yeah, I don't think you can play two. But I say he's shifting concert to right back. I don't think you can play two left footers. Two right footers, you can because David Carlos is out. You're just not having. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm not having him. Emery might, but I think yeah. I was thinking he'll play Paul Torres and yeah. Diego Carlos. I think he'll be that. But I just don't look at any of those defenders and think with any confidence I'd go a couple of months into this season. You'll definitely be starting. I think he could hook any of them. I think Mings and Torres, from what I've seen, like with most left footers they're very left-footed. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. very difficult to play, whereas a lot of right-footers obviously strong on their right foot, but tend to be, I don't know what it is, tend to be a little bit better with their weaker foot. I just don't think you you would play them both together. I'd no. be very surprised if he plays both of them. Is it as simple as to say that McGinn's athleticism makes up for the lack of it from Tielemans and that's why they're going to work together? Because I've seen some pages saying that Villa now have one of the best midfields in the league because they've got Douglas Luiz and J- Jacob Ramsey, I'm, I'm very high on, but Tielemans and so on. Is is Douglas Luiz, Tielemans and McGinn a solid Premier League midfield? 
Solid Premier League is a fair description. Solid, yeah. I don't know where that... Where does Solid Premier League rank? I don't know. Yeah. Eighth or ninth? Yeah, I'd say it's a... Do they have a, a better a, group of midfielders than Spurs? It's a mid to high midfield. With the signing of Madison, probably not quite now. Before that, I think we're looking spooky for Spurs. But what are we saying? Hoiberg... Benzinger, and Madison. To be fair, Benzinger, I, I do like Benzinger. I, yeah. I think he's good. He's good. He's, well, then, well, we're getting to Oliver Skip next. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. If, if I, they had brought in Madison, I'd been looking at the rest of the names going, Jesus. I mean, we're all working down from Rice Party and Odegaard anyway, aren't we? You've already set the stall out there. Don't City, f- City, you've got to find out how they can catch you. Don't forget, Jorginho. Yeah, J2O. Don't forget. Emil Smith Rowe. He's back. Fabio Vieira. Oh, God. Now you're... Now you're... Say it. <laughs> no. The Prince of Egypt. No. no. I can't believe he's still there. Big Mo. The real Egyptian Mo in this league. Let's move on. Brentford last week broke their transfer record again to sign Nathan Collins for £23 million from Wolves. We was, cannot compete. Was linked with Spurs too, but they looked elsewhere, it seems. This is a bit different from how Brentford usually conduct business. They usually keep their eyes elsewhere. They don't want to spend big on anyone. I say 23 million. I was going to say, yeah. it's not. The fifth time breaking their record since joining the Premier League. What do we think of the signing? He's another one that was linked with a couple of clubs. Is he anyone, someone that anyone's really had their eye on too much before? I don't think so, no. I think Even at Wolves, he's either standout centre-back. Kilman's going to go, we think, for double that. Well, they got him for it was from Burnley, wasn't it? They got Wolves got him from, which I think they only bought him, they bought him for twenty, and then he's yeah. gone for yeah. a few million 20, more. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think he's yeah. I'm surprised that more having gone for Kilman, especially being left footed, it would seem that's the most sensible option. But I guess the price must, attached to him, though. yeah, that's what like I think. Spurs yeah. probably would have if he there must there must be something that people are seeing in Collins for him to yeah keep getting these moves. But it seems to be. A, Again, it's a bit of a sideways step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, it always seems to be as well. If you can get your name linked to these clubs, someone's going to pick you up. Because at the end of last season, was anyone going, right, he's got to get a move? No, but as soon as what, once you saw like, Spurs and that being linked, it's like, well, he's going somewhere. Well, is, it's insane. Is he better than Ben Mee? I'd probably say. Well, I think part of it is Ben, well, Mee, and Ethan, ben, ben Mee and Ethan yeah, Pinnock yeah, are both yeah. over 30 yeah. and left-footed. Yeah. Christopher Ayer is injured a lot. Janssen mm. is what is he close to the wrong end of 30 yeah so maybe they're just trying to inject some as much as a record for them 20 for a million what if he's a good Premier League centre half that's worth I mean, the they, value they, we, don't, they don't mess up on many signings to be no. fair to Brentford I, don't, I think they have more than we give them credit for when you look at their record is 23 million they spent close to 19 million on King Lewis Potter mm. that's not great but we did this. We did this with Leicester, yeah. didn't we? And we did this with Wolves, where we kind of just credited all their good signings. Forgot the balance. They're spending a lot less money, so fair yeah. enough. It's not yeah. fair as to cast dispersions on them. But it's the Ben Mee one. I don't think any of us thought Ben Mee could play Brentford football necessarily. Well, I think we had him as one of our signings of the season based on value. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. If they're picking him out, to credit Thomas Frank as much as any manager in the league to get the best out of a player. Yeah, definitely. And they say they won't necessarily be replacing Tony out for six months. They've had 30 million rejected for Brennan Johnson. 
some say they're going to go back and maybe they see him as more of a wide man. Do they think they can like force Forrest Hunt? I don't well, yeah, they, they, that they, seems surprising. Thomas Frank has bid for him three times in the last three years. He clearly wants Brendan Johnson. And when they're rejecting 30 mil, I don't know at what stage you say you're not extracting value anymore, but they went for Mudrick last summer, I remember. They clearly <laughs> yeah. want a wide man, but as I say, they brought in um, Kevin Sharder. Kevin Sharder, he, he actually looked good, I thought, from what I've seen of him. He he had a banger against someone, didn't he, on a Monday Night Football when they gave Thomas Frank and they were saying, you know, this is the guy that you spent the money on. He's like, oh, we're really impressed with him. Tony's just, I don't think there's anyone out there that Brentford can buy that would no. replace Tony. No. He's just staying in the hunt for six months. But They seem to do well well, not do well when he's not playing, but they they seem to change their style a bit. And Bueno comes in, they we've, have um, Wissa. We've been trying to beat the drum for uh, Bueno for about a season, so they we're going to live or die by that. Precious answer. <laughs> they always look a handful, don't they? Even yeah, with yeah. All oh, for Tony sure. That's they they ran Liverpool off the pitch. Yeah, what New Year's time with just athleticism. Yeah. It wasn't even like they were. Tucking you away with precision and they're the weirdest team because I would say on their worst the day they're going to give you just a hard game if nothing else and then they'll throw in one every, one in every six or seven where it's like you're just not fancy today lads I remember against like United for one game they just didn't do anything I, was yeah. like, I thought if nothing else they'll be all over them but yeah, yeah. I guess that's maybe just yeah. and there's one game uh, where they do yeah. Yeah. and we, then they do we, we, they even out for the, the other game yeah. of United yeah, yeah. For, anyone shocked that Rico Henry isn't being linked with a move away a little bit. Oh, I think Newcastle should look at him. I think if you'd asked me halfway through last year, I'd have probably said I'd be shocked if he doesn't move. Don't know why the hype died of him a little bit in the second half of the season. Start of last season. Start of last season. I said City should have gone for him. Jesus. When they when they were, when they couldn't get Cucurella, I said that go get Rico Henry. I'm a Rico Henry guy. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Well, would you I, take I, him? I like him, but would I take? I mean, I'd take Is him. He better than Tony and more reliable. He's more reliable for sure. Is he better? Uh, I'll withhold my statement there for maybe a couple of weeks I think if if you ask me now would I swap him for Tierney yeah I would I think there's probably a lot of players you would do because yeah. anyone can play yeah. I think I think he looks I think he looks very good I think Spurs should look at him yeah I, yeah, I, I don't know what price they're going to be asking for it's probably the left backs are hard to come by he's English yeah how old is he must be 25 something like that yeah I, mean, I thought he was older than that I think they would look at someone like that and go he's someone we can get a premium for uh, yeah I, just, I wondered if he was going to be one of those players a little bit older than we think it was my only the only hesitation I had in that. other than that I thought they'll charge 26 they'll charge a premium for that then prime age yeah because they'll know look we haven't got many players like this that yeah. fetch that sort of value he's the kind of one where City want just a proper fullback and so they they don't really care what what they pay. If they are willing to pay what forty million for Cucurella, are they going to ask for much more than forty? Do you reckon? They're quite fair sellers, aren't they? Because depends, they depends they just have coming. the next guy lined up. I think it depends who's coming, doesn't it? Well, they've got um, Aaron Hickey there as well. Mm. He can play both sides, and I think I think they t- if you put forty on the table, whether you want to put forty on the table for him, yeah, <laughs> this is another yeah, question. Yeah, forty to forty-five, they're probably. He's he's just one. I thought it was a little surprising because we kind of just talk about these guys for a fortnight and then, and then seemingly every club... Especially with an English player. Yeah. We sort of have some England chat about them, don't we? And then 
doesn't get in the squad well and we just forget about him again. Yeah. Brighton, I think we all thought things would be a little more concrete with Caicedo by now. And it seems she's Brighton like, are almost trying to entice other people to the table. She's to like say, dragging yeah. their heels in a little bit. Maybe they want that McTominay deal. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. There's the market's already revolving around McTominay. It could be available. Scott's a real kingmaker. There, there was been, there's been the rumours of a Champions League clause in the contract for Caicedo. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's still probably not a pleasant one. Mm. Whoever his agent is, fire him today. Declan Rice, they say, rejected 200 grand a week at West Ham so he could run his contract down. You're telling me Caicedo had to sign one for six months with, we'll let you leave in the summer with no release clause? What the hell was his agent doing? Especially with whatever you think fee ends up being with McAllister. There was clearly a deal done there to that effect. They were like, yeah, "Yeah, you can be off in the summer. And even if it's 55, I still think that's good business. Yeah, And yet now Caicedo's in a position where they're not going to let him leave for like close to double that. (laughs) But that's my whole thing on the McAllister McAllister deal has always been 35 looks nice, but there's some Liverpool fans get very touchy if you mention the 55. 55 is still a good deal for him. Yeah, yeah. I would have still taken that around, so... My concern with McAllister was when they were talking like 90 for him and I was like, yeah. I like him. I don't know if I like him that much. Are, are Brighton maybe just too hard to work with? Is that is this going to be... But it's Chelsea in for Caicedo, right? Are they the only yeah. ones that we're talking? Supposedly, so it so, might not all be on Brighton's end. Supposedly Chelsea offered the 80 million that we think they want and payment terms are the other thing again where Chelsea are offering it well, probably over eight years. Yeah, yeah. And I think Brighton thought they were going to have a big auction going on here. And if they probably did it at 80 million, they'd probably entice a lot more people in and you'd probably get the payment terms you want because everyone's going to make it competitive. I think there's probably a couple of teams who were shuffling the deck to see if they could make it work. But ultimately, United wasted a whole summer chasing Frankie de Jong. And I think it's not quite as simple as they only do one deal at a time, whether it's you, whether it's us, whether it's... But ultimately, a deal like that is going to take up more resources than anything else. And maybe teams just to say, and I've got too much to do to be worried about that. I, I, well, it seems like only Chelsea are after him now. Maybe they're... Whether they're waiting. I know you, you always want United to do this. Maybe they are just waiting for Chelsea to agree a deal and then everyone else is back in their own clout to say, do you fancy coming to us instead? Mm. And try and get in. Maybe United, West Ham United just say, get Mount's dad and yeah. like, trust me, this yeah. is a bigger club. Trust Should, me. Should you leave Brighton for Chelsea? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are you are, even they going are, to a better manager? They're a lot bigger club. I, I think Chelsea will surprise people this year. I think that is a kiss of death from you because he said this about Spurs last year. <laughs> I think Chelsea get top four this year. There, I said it. Who? I was about to say what the surprise um, people mean, but you've you've done it. Who's dropping out? Newcastle. So Liverpool are staying out. You're upset a lot. He didn't say that. <laughs> we said yeah. the only one dropping out is yeah. Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you said he was dropping out. He said Newcastle. He could have said someone else as well. I respect the show. I don't like the show. I just think no no European football is a big factor for them. Concentrate on the league. I think Pochettino will get them going. They've got good players there. Very good players. They're running out of a few players you know, in some positions. <laughs> yeah. I like that you said this before the business is we'll done. Get, I do admire that. We're going to speak about Chelsea yeah. Yeah, next, actually. They're linked with um, Kudus, or have you said his name, from uh, Ajax. Mm. 
that feels like kind of the right type of Brighton sign, almost like a premium Brighton move. It feels like a Brighton like a player, top, top tier, yeah, the kind of player Brighton could buy with a bigger budget. Yeah, because you yeah, know full true. well they could get him for probably forty, and he could easily be going for a hundred next year. Well, they want um, Kelvin Bassey as well from Ajax. Ajax just getting gutted by the Prem every every year. Well, Ajax, Ajax fans hate him. What, he was, seem to hate him. Well, they spent quite a lot by their standards, didn't they, to get him out of ranges? Yeah. And they had a bad season, didn't they, Ajax? So yeah. I don't think that helped, but apparently he, he stunk over there. I mean, we both just spoke up Mason Mount and Kai Havertz, so maybe we just don't <laughs> yeah. talk about our season. Yeah. <laughs> One bad season, boys. That's all it is. One bad season. Yeah, they they must have some data there going on. They must yeah. see. Maybe it's one where they were interested in the player. He chose to go to Ajax and they've just continued to follow him and they, they bank on getting them out of it. Deserby does seem to be one of those guys who is going to get the max out of a player. So mm. if you can buy in the dip, then maybe do so. It's whether they still charge Premier League prices for a player that they don't rate. Yeah. Yeah, Pedro in for thirty million. Are we just assuming he's the guy they hope will be their bagsman next season? Seems a bit of a strange one. One but who got the Fab gave him a here we go to Newcastle and <laughs> here we are. That was when the aura started wearing off. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. It, it's one of those that could really work for them. They've been trying to sell him for about two years. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's, he's a strange because he's has been doing well in the championship, but and everyone talks about him like he's this good player, like he's gonna go to a big club and do kind of like Rich Allison when he was kind of at Everton. It was like he's the next one who, when he goes to this big club, it's then gonna be. It's just waiting for it to happen. Effectively, you were big on Rich Allison. Jesus Christ! I mean, <laughs> yeah, emphatically <laughs> against I was. But you know, I guess, yeah, I was always. I always find it weird that he was linked with like Newcastle. I think like, there's this like massively ambitious project. You're trying to get Yao Pedro. I don't. Mm. I, don't like, I, think, I think he's probably for a lower Premier League team is probably a decent player. But I don't know that you're looking at him going, oh, he's going to bag you yeah. 20 goals. I just he's just not that guy. I think this is when they they I thought in the championship it's kind of you know like when Ishmael Assar was being talked about like, yeah, the next yeah. guy. And be like oh, he's probably an okay lower Premier League player. Is he still there? But he's still. I thought he was still... He, yeah, because he was... I think he, he was here we go to West Ham, maybe. Well, so really, we, you, I'm sure United were getting quoted 40, 50. Yeah, they were talking some yeah. crazy money for him. He's still... He was going to be our replacement for Mane or whatever yeah. for a period of time. It's like, no, no, he's not. Chelsea, let's talk about them. So Havertz, Mount, Kovacic, Koulibaly, Mendy, Loftus-Cheek, Kante and Azpilicueta all gone. And that's not even counting uh, Bakayoko if you want to chuck in first-team sales. <laughs> On one hand, you can say Chelsea have made around 188 million in sales already in this window. On the other hand, you can say they've made a loss on every single player they purchased. Now, this is where we need to weigh things up because they've received a lot of praise in this window for the money they've made, the sales they've put through, no real context being applied. I think they'll swallow the losses on Kanti and Azpilicueta. They got their service out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely... They made a 10 million plus loss on Kai Havertz, 10 million loss on Kovacic, 18 million loss on Koulibaly, 10 million on Mendy. And look, you can chuck in whatever the 40 plus million on Bakayoko if we want to go all the way back there. I think they'll probably take the hit on Kovacic as well. They probably got their money's worth on him, I'd say. Hmm. If 
Tika, do you criticise them more for making losses or commend the fees they managed to pull together? Yeah, because I wouldn't have believed they'll fetch that for Havertz. Um, but the making up for your mistakes can only be praised so much. You know, if, what, you, yeah. if you set the house on fire, like fair play if you put it out, but you still set the house on fire. And they've been extremely lucky that Saudi has kicked off like it has. Yeah, lucky. Those are, those players are getting probably a quarter of that if they're going anywhere else. Yeah, they've had some very good fortune with Saudi and uh, <laughs> very good fortune. Uh, and two, for some reason, generous clubs in United and Arsenal thought you're in a bit of a hole, we'll help you out. And I think you got to move different when you're in the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to move different as well. It doesn't include Sonny Kyavis. <laughs> Unkunku's there already. Nicholas Jackson has signed and we know they fancy Caicedo. Connor, does Nicholas Jackson up front point to a change in strategy for Chelsea or a change in the pool of players that are interested in the move to Chelsea? I'd say more probably a change in budget being the main thing. I think if they had more money to spend, they probably would go for that bigger striker. I think if Kane was available and... Levy would be willing to do it they they would go for that but I don't think there's anyone else really that's out there that's I think he's kind of in that mid to lower range at the moment and I think there's a lot of strikers out there like that and there's not really many that are high on the market that are sort of guaranteed to come in and score 25-30 goals Could, could Chelsea fans accept Lukaku stay in put? If he came out and he said... I don't see it as a bad thing. I think it's a good option for him. If they they have Lukaku and... So the Sky Sky Italy interview is the issue, isn't it? Yeah, of course. If he came out and said... This guy still thinks Martial is year on year. He's going, I'm going to ignore all all sense and just go, you know what, maybe he can. That's what we're doing with Lukaku. It's like, we've seen this before. But So mine isn't even from an ability standpoint. I think from a reputational standpoint, has he burned all bridges with Chelsea? If you're that guy, if you're a certain player, you'll score goals that fans will forgive anything. And I think we've seen fans will forgive pretty much anything if you play well. And, That's what I'm trying to say. But we know what he will, he will not play well enough that they'll be able to forget that interview and other stuff. So, And they've done this before. They've done it before and it didn't work out. It looks like he's going to go Saudi now, mainly because Inter aren't going to pay up. That's rough. Really... Because he is still a good player for well, someone. He needs, to, he needs to basically say to Chelsea, I'm sitting here and collecting my wages here, or you can sell me cheap to Inter. I ain't going Saudi. And Chelsea will take the loss. Yeah, yeah. Would you take him? Well, I'd take... I mean, we need on a loan? big man. I'd, I'd sooner take Calvert-Lewin. Would you not take him on loan? No, bad attitude. Bring Meg be, with him, maybe. Might be what you need, just that one year of him. Mm. You know, people pick out on their best behaviour for the for the loan spell. It's we, when you're signing permanent, as they are. And I may still be saying this in uh, July. We've had one too many players from Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. last, the last, the last one That's that I've seen. The, the last one I've seen paid off. J two O. Havertz. I've got faith. That I'm, is. How many times can you go on roulette before you know what? It's not coming in again. Can you close your eyes and just picture Lukaku in a false nine? <laughs> I think he can make Arteta go grey. Arteta just freaking out. I see he's got grey hairs in his pre-season. Oh, God. That title campaign. That Declan Rice transfer suck. <laughs> yeah. My man Roy. He is staying at Palace 
lack of ambition or a quest for stability? Or part from part A, part from part B? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what other manager was on available for them. So if you have another year of Roy, that's probably acceptable. The way they ended the season with him, if that was a young manager, you'd be going, this guy's got it. Because if Roy were kind of like... Do you need to look at the game? Really explain games. it. Yeah, yeah, it definitely helped, didn't it? Do you think some of it is... I just think the way they were playing with certain confidence, whatever, was surprising. That I didn't. It was better than what Vieira was producing and a little bit different to what Roy was producing when he was perfectly fine at Palace before. So, I know I read that when Vieira was under pressure at Nice, he basically, rather than stick with what he was doing, which we've seen other managers do, he tried to just be as pragmatic as possible. Yeah. Maybe that was the issue at Palace because... I think the position they'd got to, they tried something different. Obviously, it was a big thing to move away from Roy. I think they saw the struggle that they were in briefly in the season and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Rip that up. Let's go back to what we know. When really, it may have been, there is life away from Roy. This just wasn't necessarily the right guy. Mm. And they're now quite scared to look for maybe who the next right guy could be. Brighton showed that no manager is irreplaceable there. There's people out there and it doesn't have to be the most well-known guy. There's probably someone, I told you, Kessel Nutson, get him in. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I don't know whether the Brighton thing previously would prohibit him, but I don't imagine it would. If, if Potter was out there, they, sh- they could have tried for him. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't gone for him. It, probably it was rumoured, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it'd be a good club for him to come back to. I think everyone wins, don't they? They, yeah. they got a lot of good attacking players. So yeah, mm. he'd love Eze and Lisa. And uh, this adds into that. Have either of you seen enough from Balogun that you could justify one of these mid-table clubs throwing their budget at him? This goes How much in with cost. They they reckon Arsenal want fifty. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah, I said about this to um, Connor. It. It sounds a lot to me. But then you look at if you were buying this guy from France, what would he cost? And you'd be looking at that mm. that kind of money. I think big club wants him, they're paying 50. I think if Palace want him, they're probably paying 35. Be slightly more comfortable with that. And so that's that's what should they spread it out or do they need get him and get the goals in? The concern would you do that. The concern to me would be if I was spending that money at that club this guy has to be our guy. And they've been searching for a striker for a while, haven't they? Is there an out-and-out striker? Is there a that guy out there that they can get? get? Probably not. And he's probably one which you go, he's had his one full season and he has done well. So what more can he do? He's not clinical, but that's the thing that is kind of being sold with him. He's someone that gets a ton of chances and has scored enough of them. When he was at Borough, which is what we looked at, he couldn't make an impact. No. Maybe sometimes it just clicks when you force it's yourself so, yeah, away. So, sometimes it's, it's the environment of the team well, playing. We were looking at that thing. The the Athletic did an article on, statistically, who is the closest player in style to Harry Kane. Because it was, if United want him, who else can they go and get? Balogun was top of the list. Blimey. Very sure. I think Darwin was next. So that was when we kind of said, let's not take okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Blimey. Because wasn't it third Gerald Delefeu? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. boy. So, uh, boy. I, I hated him. I hated him so oh, much. I was, he was good. He had that banger in the FA Cup. That which I think outrageous. But Watford were dunking on us for fun them times. I, I just looked, say, Palace. Your concern with someone like him is 
you look at it and go, young player, even if he doesn't fully fulfil his potential, I've got I've got a player on my hands that should be a good Premier League striker. If it goes wrong, you've got a Ryan Brewster on your hands. You spent thirty million or whatever they spent. They're gonna have him. to bite the bullet at some stage. They either do that or they look at someone that is maybe thirty three and they say, I've seen what you can do before. You're not still that guy, but you're enough of that guy that it's worth us paying you big wages, but not very much money. I'll tell you what the issue is going to be with that, and presumably it's only going to get worse over time, is that market is going to shrink to almost nothing because every player like that is just going to go to Saudi. Yeah, have we just, sold just Lukaku to Palace? Is that what we've just done? I was about to say, <laughs> what's the wage structure? Yeah, but every player like that is going to be 33. Do you fancy the last couple of years of us? They're going to go... I'll just have a couple of years in Saudi and pick up whatever money from that. But uh, the rumour was Everton have just had like 50 million rejected from some French kid who like none of us have ever heard of. And I've got to look at Balogun and say, look, maybe you don't want to give us money, but this yeah. guy wants to leave wants to leave to play first team football somewhere. I'm more than happy if we give him a season as a second guy. Look, maybe if you're Palace, you say, I don't want him for 50, but I'll take Eddie for 20. I was going to say, is, is there any possibility of Eddie? Well, they wanted him on a free... And he stuck around for a year. Dunked on Lissandro twice. <laughs> Did he not? No comment. That United account saying best individual performance from a United player this season. And it's Lissandro holding three goals to Arsenal. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that, that fan Can't base, have been that bad a year. That Can't fan have base needs shame. And lots of it. Liverpool TK... Mbappe and Valverde rumours are still hanging around in the distance. But how much should Fingers we read, how much should we read into the Lavia links? Really hard to know, isn't it? Like you yeah. said, the, the, the journalists reporting on it are at polar opposites. That- Almost in an attempt, I think, to go, if I just go all in on this camp and I'm proven right in the long run, then maybe I can finally beat this other person. Which is what that uh, Bayern guy did yesterday at Plessy goal yeah mm-hmm. he was like Klopp is all in <laughs> yeah 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 he's gone all in if you're Lavia and you can join Arsenal or Liverpool which do you join I'm not biased at all here um, I, w- I would go with Liverpool only in the if you're going to play Rice as a six I think Lavia has to play as a six I don't think he can do anything else is, so. I thought that was obvious until it seems are you trying to replace Fabinho? So is it he might be in the same situation? I, I, yeah. I absolutely yeah, whether the club is that's why is, is a sad so question. It, he could be in the same situation at both teams. Yeah. I just think I mean, who do you think you have a better chance of displacing? Fabinho or Declan Rice? Didn't Fabinho have a good season? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good to, to know you've got a podcast yeah, listener. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it a you seven? found that on our side of the fence as well on that one, did you? Was it a, was it a seven out of ten? Seven, was that out, seven, seven out, out of ten? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Is he one where... It's an open book exam, that one. Everyone was getting a pass. If he gets a choice of Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, is Chelsea easy, an easy pick? Again, I would I would say if they've spent that money on Enzo, why are you getting someone else in a six? That's why mm. I think people are... There's often been a, a lot of clubs, a Caicedo or a Lavia thing. I think that's such a... I don't know, they're, they're two quite different players, I think, when I've watched them this year. So, it's different, it's horses for courses. Um, Do you think you I, get another midfielder? So, I would have said, by the way, for you, I would have probably said, when you said about Rice, I would have said, I'll play him as an eight because I would get Lavia in and I'll play him as the six. But 
again, if there's no other extenuating circumstances, there's no reason to not keep partying your shoes either. But th- I think we're a bit close to the bone. No, but I mean, in terms of if it was just on performance, yeah, I think you yeah. should you yeah. keep him and I imagine the club probably wants to the I don't think we will because I don't think we'll shift a midfielder which seems to be the whole thing is we're going to have to get one out and I just don't the club does seem slightly shocked that there isn't a huge market for Thiago Henderson or Fabinho aging midfielders who have all had either injury problems or form issues I don't You're I don't know what they thought they were selling Someone telling your spot and director, he says, you want the good news or the bad news? Come on, give me the good news. Saudi have bid for uh, both Henderson and uh, Thiago. What's the bad news? Both will want to stay and fight for their place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could you be slightly more muddy-grabbing bastards, please? Interestingly, it seems that centre-back's more of a priority for you, which is something we have spoken about previously. Should we buy into these Colwell links at all? Like, the... the You've, you've they, probably they seen this, gone away. The stories are basically saying Liverpool will pay what they need to pay because they see Cole Will as that guy. Yeah. yeah but who's reporting this? I think uh, the Athletic reported the interest, but we're, we're talking like the mail and... Yeah. I mean, any club would, would take Cole Will, I think. I, I think you'd be... They asked, wouldn't... I, I think you'd be pretty stupid not to... If he comes, depend on the price tag, of course. But I don't. I don't even think Chelsea would sell him. Chelsea would be stupid to sell him. So did you see? And they have. They, I mean, they've sold <laughs> worse in the past. But did you see the clip of um, Madueke saying, "I'm bringing him back"? Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, stop playing, man! What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that man does not want to be at Chelsea." But I don't like youngsters that say, "I want a guarantee of playing time." But I also can understand why you could look at. Chelsea's history and say I want assurances of yeah. what's going on here I can't believe I'm still seeing projected lineups with um, Thiago Silva at centre back in a back four I think, one more I think, one more go yeah. no, I think Colwell and Fafana is a that's a good centre back partnership I think from what I've seen I put Buddy Ashile over Fafana yeah but then you got two left footers yeah that seems to be a th- bit of a theme here yeah <laughs> it's a final left foot is it no, Barry Sheila's left third. Yeah, I was on about Barry Sheila. Oh, sorry. I was it for Fana and Barry Sheila. No, I you no, no, I put Barry Sheila uh, over Fana. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, largely yeah. because we don't get to see Fafana, so... so yeah. Unless they're playing a back three, which he might because he played that a lot at Tottenham, then you could argue, yeah, he probably could do that. Last time I properly watched Fafana, he was dogged by Martinelli at the Emirates and mm. like it was nasty. Do you not watch <laughs> when Bruno dogged him? Fafana? Yeah. For the penalty right at the end. And Bruno comes on the ball and it's like... <laughs> you wish you had a player of that ability. I don't because I don't like midfielders that treat the ball like a bomb, which is my main issue with your midfield. You, What is the point in bringing in a progressive goalkeeper to a midfield that don't retain the ball? You've got one centre money Mace is going to do. You've got one centre... He doesn't retain the ball either. He'll try and win it back though. He's Bruno Light. <laughs> Bruno Light. That's we just play that fast attacking football. It's fast stacking football, but there has to be some kind of precision to it. You lump it forward, you wait for the second ball and hope you've got fast enough wingers. The issue was, you didn't buy fast wingers. You brought Sancho, who, let me tell you, showed up in pre-season looking like me in regular season. Photoshopped. It's not photoshopped, is it? We've seen the other photos. Slim down, muscular. Look. He's going to be compared to a celebrity with Harry Potter's initials. It's not Harry Potter. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got him. Um, I don't know. I was going to go in more on United earlier, but I felt a bit harsh. And we've got lots to do. Did you see the ESPN piece on Virgil van Dijk? No. Oh, God. Maybe don't. Don't, 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 don't know. It's uh, Marciano Vink, who is um, that their, their um, journalist over there. And they basically ask him, do you think Van Dyke gets back to his best next season? And he essentially says, this is just not the same player anymore. He he says, in that one or another piece that I went on as I suggested, he effectively says, every time they have a game for the national team, they're asking if the British press are harsh enough on Van Dyke. Mm. He's basically saying to them, stop being mean to me after each each game. And they go through statistically that every season now, his numbers are getting worse. And they're saying it's either a thing of he's gone completely brain dead and he's making the wrong decisions every time now, or he's punch drunk and he's just can't, he can't make the decisions anymore. Mm. And with that being said, is centre-back a bigger priority than central midfield you've got the two midfielders in do the two midfielders work if you don't get another six there's so much going on at Liverpool yeah 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 I, I said to you when we talked about our midfield signs and like that my order of priority would have been even if it's not necessarily Lavia that type of midfielder first and then the other side type of midfielders after because you watched us we were just so easy to play through last year that you've got to get that sorted first and then try and you can look to try and get more creative players like McAllister in after that um, so that would have been my priority and same with the centre-back situation I I think the season before Lars Van Dijk was fine um, I thought he was basically back to his best in the quadruple hunting season I thought he was fine um, which again seems to just be a forgotten season in terms of just generally in terms of apparently he's just been shit since the knee injury I don't I don't quite see it but last year he was horrible I think this year you sort the midfield out first and then if he's as bad again, you go, yeah, he's done then. I think the only way to do it is to, not to go all GCSE science, but make it a fair test and go, right, get the rest of the team sorted. And if this is not the same guy as we've seen previously, then he's done. But as it is, I think the four center we got, I don't know that we're, unless we're going to invest some serious money, like Colwell will cost a huge amount of money, I would assume. I don't see that we're going to get a centre-half in. I think a midfielder is more realistic. The League Cup felt a much bigger deal last season. Than it, did the year, than it did the year before. Yes. It's a big thing for the smaller clubs, isn't it? Yeah. It, it seems that you're interested in that um, Van der Ven, that Spurs was supposedly, they've got a deal agreed for, but they still want taps over. Mm. Um, I don't know if because of your sporting director, you're just being linked to like every German player. Yeah, there is a bit of that. But I think I think you bring in a centre-back before you bring in a midfielder this summer. Just because you, you're your purchases so far seem entirely based around you playing this three box three system. Yeah. yeah. And now one injury could collapse that. That's it. That is, if the, if the assumption is that we're going to do that, I can see that potentially they would. If not, I think you have the same situation with the defense you did in midfield where we would go, right, we're going to have to get rid of someone. Yeah. And I don't know, there's a huge market outside of us for Matip or Gomez, for example. Are Curtis Jones's performances just annoying at this stage? Like, firstly, where were they six months ago? And also, Klopp may just say sound now. <laughs> you don't need anyone else. That's a good point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that is concerning. He does look good. 
He does not get to sell my stocks. Yeah, yeah, glad you got hold of them. I think he is a good Premier League midfielder. It's just, is he going to be that guy? I don't, I don't Could know. Maybe do a bulking up a little bit if, if, if he wants be, to make make himself more important. If he is going to be an actual sort of central midfielder, potentially, yeah. A little thing on Everson just to keep them included. Um, issue Samuel Smith has left to join Chelsea. Ellis Sims has joined Coventry. Eight million. Jesus. Tom Davis has been released. Does Everton lose in two to three of their supposed top prospects point towards a team that is literally only looking as far ahead as next season? Doesn't seem to be a pathway for Everton at the Probably. moment. There doesn't seem to be much know. more than... Well, I, I was with Cam yesterday and I said... I've not even seen you linked to anyone. And he told me yes. this. I've seen two. Al Torre from Almira. Apparently they're, they're after. Ashley Young, they're in talks with. I know that's not quite the box office. <laughs> oh, and they were linked with Phil Jones. It's very Deitch signings, to be honest. Ashley Young, we're, how many times are we going to hear he knows how to get over the line? Mm. Used all his experience. Nonto was briefly linked, wasn't he? I don't know what kind of money they're asking for because they just let uh, Mark Rocker and Brendan Aronson yeah. go on loan. Mm. So clearly they're not expecting to get much cash in. Yeah, I can say, what's the expectations? Um, Musa was one I thought may get a prem move and he's going to Milan as well. Very interesting. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe this is the year DCL stays fit. It's a hell of a gamble. <laughs> Should they just be cashing on an Anana now? Start as an Anana. Who's going to cough up that money that they want for it? I think they thought Chelsea were. Yeah, yeah. It looked like it for a period, didn't it? Even though you might. Does he cross cross to Mersey? I'll take it. That would be great. He's your new six. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, they are. I think the thing with Tom Davis and Sims or whatever leaving, I think is more of an indication that these young players who they think were the guys were never the guys. Yeah. So. W- William has left Fulham. Should other clubs be looking at him? Yep. Is he what Everton Is he what Everton needs? Be a good signing for Everton. He is fits, he, fits the dice mould in terms of work as hard. I don't know. Can I put him alongside Dwight McNeil and say they can do the same job? <laughs> and I don't even mean that in a like, like is, is William playing as a like quasi wingback? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, did the legs go for William at some point? It'd be about Everton's luck that he starts <laughs> running through water overnight. City, last couple of clubs. Is the City machine too great? Could they feasibly lose Laporte, Mares, Silva, Gundogan and not miss a beat? Yes. Or is that too much? I don't think they do miss a beat because they... Sign Kovacic, Guardiola. Yeah, <laughs> Kovacic, Guardiola, uh, Gabi Vega. Do you know what I mean? They, it's like they, they're happy to let these players go. It's like they know it's the end of the cycle and they're perfect at doing that end of the cycle. Did you take much out of Vega being on the bench for Spain 21s or nothing in that? Not really. I, I think everyone seems to be after him, don't they? So he's, Yeah. There must be something there, knowing the release clause is there as well. They reckon um, Fabrizio was saying today that clubs want him for less than the 40 million release clause. And that's Euros as well. Now that I know I have to clarify. <laughs> I'm sure they do want him for less, but that's the point of a release clause, isn't it? Rom's told Chelsea he ain't going Saudi. Just. 
Told them, told them again. That's... He's not dragging Meg out to Saudi. <laughs> <laughs> she's not twerking over there. She's, she's not getting out of the country. It is important to stress that they didn't miss out on Rice. He just They just decided not to meet that valuation. Um, Still undefeated. James Trafford to Burnley for up to 20 million. Do clubs just trust the City coaching setup? Is that what where, where we're at now? Has to be. Because players like Lavia only strengthen that, I guess, as well, moving forward. It has to be. It is, it's probably what United was similar to years ago in terms of you knew you were getting a good player if they were coming out of the academy. Because well, like, if we were just trusting 21's football, we should have got about 50 mil for Eddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Record 21's goal scorer. It's, uh, I don't know. And the buyback clause as well, which yeah, that, I, I, I think that. if you're paying 19 million for somebody who's not made a single Premier League appearance, and he's not even made a championship appearance, I think he was a lower goal one. one. Yeah. So Oof. surely 19 million is more than enough to just have the player without a buyback clause. Maybe you put a... This feels a lot still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you, you put a percentage on any future sale, but to have the chance to even buy him back... We got three million for Leno. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, I know. You, I know you're getting five million more for Dean Henderson, and that feels like a lot. I know you. I know you're buying potential with him, but that potential might not be there. And keepers usually the position you don't buy potential in. No, they usually you want a bit of experience. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's done himself. What he's done, Burnley. I'm keeping yeah. quiet. We sold he's done, he's Danny Wolf for twelve mil. Yeah, he's done Burnley no favors because probably there will be other clubs looking, but. I'm still praying Chelsea by Melier. That would be so, so perfect. Because we're still giving him the youngster excuse. Going from Kepper into Melier. <laughs> Jesus. Is it a little too quiet with City? Like the amount of players they're supposed to be losing. And we aren't really hearing a lot. Guardiola seems the only mm. concrete link. Again, that's a big one though. So maybe that's why yeah. it's taking time. But I, I know, but I they know. don't spend lots of money. They're... Chief came out and told us after the Rice deal, do you think we're going to spend that much on a, on a player who's far more accomplished than Guardiola is? Far more. I think Declan Rice is one of the best in the world in his position. Is Guardiola top five centre-back in the world? Declan Rice is top five holding midfielder in the world. He's he's top two in the league and he's not two. <laughs> oh, Jesus! I'm not even going to look at him because if he mentions who I think he's going to put in that conversation, we're not treating the guy that can't run, can't tackle. Let's bring the medals to the table. Achieved with United or is that (laughs) we specifying? No, because we claim uh, Erdogan's Champions League. (laughs) (laughs) He's not even the best old midfielder in your squad. J2O? Parties. Plays the deepest. He's two. (laughs) <laughs> poor Rodri Lang- languishing at free maybe well it was Casemiro obviously yeah yes, I, they're going to do something if they lose those players and I'm sure they've got something filthy lined up it'll probably be Nabry will probably come in to replace Mares and <laughs> something else vile as well and he'll say once a gunner always a gunner I don't know <laughs> Oh god! Then we'll have to hear about how we can get him put Tony Pulis's West Brom team. <laughs> that patch we were in, where 
the best result of Arsenal's week was Bayern dunking on Spurs in the Champions League and Nabry putting a red little circle in his Instagram caption. And I think then we lost to Burnley that weekend. <laughs> Jesus. At home. Spurs and then Wolves and then uh, call it a day. Should they keep Harry Kane? 80 million euros plus add-ons bid rejected. It feels silly to say no because They've of got who he is. But I feel like it's got to the point with him where you need to sell him to start a new project. It's it's kind of, that project is never going to start again and you're going to keep having manager after manager. And it's the same thing. It's been the same thing for the last three, four seasons where a manager comes in and it's like, well, he's going to leave or he might stay. And it's like, that's lingering the whole summer. So either sell him, start the project as a fresh, get somebody in. Wish he'd taken his own advice on this one. <laughs> the fans... The players they've done this with. He's <laughs> doesn't look right as nice there. 68.4 million plus add-ons. But... No, but I think they can squeeze a few more quid out of them. And then at that point, I think if they it's get... better than him going on free next year. Yeah, gonna... the fans saying don't sell him. If you could put a pair of goggles on him and show them Kane and the United shit on a free. Yeah. Then say, should we sell him now? And they go, yeah, uh, yeah probably. I think yeah. Chelsea have a bang over year under Poch. And he's available for free next summer. I don't think he goes to Chelsea. I, 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 th- I think if push came to shove, people wouldn't want to see. I think what his loyalties doing. will not take him to. It's not Arsenal. I think he goes United. He's already betrayed us to go to Spurs. Yeah. Claims he was never an Arsenal fan. <laughs> he's in. The, he's in an Arsenal parade in an Arsenal shirt. I think if they Looking can get Porker. if they can get eighty-five for him English, I think that's realistic. Tell him. Tell him why you've got a smirk on your face as well. His theory. My theory. Cool. Tell him your theory. I don't remember my theory. He's- They're going to let Bayern do all the work. Uh, yeah. Then United are going to say, we'll pay that much actually. How many chooses United? We may even offer a little bit more for that Premier League. You're going to have to because Levy will go, I'm going to need more <laughs> what to I, go to a Premier What I said is I think we would go up to 90. So if they can agree 80. How can we compete? That's just my theory. That's because not, it's no, not the worst one. There's no point in us going to negoti- uh, negotiations with them because he's just going to say... And you and can't negotiate. He, he won. This is take it or leave it. Again. <laughs> they didn't pay what Chelsea wanted from Mount. It's the deal they wanted. Put the some end. respect on John Murta's name. <laughs> well, the guy, the guy your fans said, you can chat with us here, we'll go into your house. I respect no, that. That. Was a, that was a Murta. It was? No, it was... Um, Sure, it was him. No, no it was, it no. was uh, got, got off lucky. His name. If I have to see one more message from him saying Murto Madness, when <laughs> <laughs> we secure these next few deals, yeah, because when you said it at first, I was thinking, well, if you are willing to drop that on Kane, why are you not dropping that on Kane? But you got a good point. If you did get into a negotiation, they'd just take the piss, wouldn't they? Yeah, so yeah, let's for- let's make them force a hand and then say, look, we could bump you up a little bit more. Mm. Not that I think Levy would want to accept it. I think it would kill him more. Even though he's a businessman, I think he would actually take a £10 million hit yeah, for not to it. end up United. He, Kane needs to refuse to go on tour next week. I saw the big thing was that Bale even went on their tour and then basically just lazed around when he was on the tour. But he went on the tour. Sounds like Gareth. Kane... Going on strike for two days is the most Harry Kane thing yeah. ever. The fucking teachers went on a longer strike than Harry Kane. <laughs> Jesus. Does he go? No. 
No, I don't think so. I don't think Bayern will cough up the fee, and therefore the the scenario that Connor's just painted there wouldn't wouldn't play out because they've got nothing to to go up against. No one else, no one else going to buy him. No. I, and I think I think he might sign a new contract as well. Yeah, I, I, I think really, he does. I think well. he, I don't think he will. I've I've I think United's, he might get him next year. Oh, they're injury riddled. I, I think he he signs the contract, and we have this weird thing of like, isn't this like a romantic story? Like he hasn't spent however long trying to move. Kind of like the Rudy. Yeah, and he was flirting with yeah, yeah, really Gerard outright ass for a transfer. But at least with Gerard, the offer was on the table for, yeah. from Chelsea, and he refused. And then, whereas this was, you never actually had the chance to sign yeah. the contract with. If United came to the table, he came would go. It's, it's yeah. ultimately the fit. It's just I, that they have. Well, like, yeah, he could if he signs. He could sign a deal, but I think if he doesn't sign the deal, I think he goes United because I don't know where else. He was laughed at for saying this as well. I was, not yeah. by me. Not by me. Yeah. I had a message from him on Friday. Capitals, let's go. United signing our physio. <laughs> it's a great pickup. That, Your injuries that, last year was, was a good situation. Liverpool tried to pinch him before and Arteta convinced him to stay. Listen, Martial. Well, now he's yeah. just cooking. If that he keeps that I tell you, we're asking questions if so. If he if keeps my, that man fit. If he can keep Martial That fit. Ten Hag interview now is saying Arsenal always have everyone available suddenly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a pitch. He said if you wide, can't beat him. Out wide in the open. Is James Madison a guaranteed banger for Spurs? Yeah. Does it depend where he plays? I think he's only going to play a 10, isn't he? I mean, he, I think he can play eight if they do that. He can. I think he can. And I, I think he can also play My a wide if he does. I tell you, those concerns you have about Madison at eight, insert for Kai Havertz, please. I think, I think he can also well, play out wide. So I think he is a certified I think you're forgetting that Kai Havertz has the most uh, pressures and dispossessions among the front line. I didn't study his pizza chart well enough before I turned up for the pod today. I think 40 million for him, I think it's good business. I, was, yeah, I, I thought they would try and bump you know, yeah. 20 million on that. The numbers uh, he's put, to have over 10 goals and ten uh, over 10 assists for a team that's been relegated. Do you, if do they you, can't actually sort it to the point where, look... You two behind him, you're going to put in the work. He's going to have some freedom to be the turn, and that, that's providing that Kane is. If Kane's there, he mm. yeah, then it should work well. It's just my question has always been with him is that he kind of does need that, and I don't know how many clubs will give him that platform because yeah. they don't tend to. I, I reserve the right for when and when not to judge you in this position. Should we judge him for missing that penalty late in the run-in against Everton? It was fucking huge, wasn't it? As it mm. turned out. I mean, I think, those, those two clubs probably do legitimately swap places, don't they? If, if he scores that. As I said, I do reserve the right to who we apply that to. <laughs> <laughs> so, Harry Kane. Yes. Let his country down. Saka. Young player. Stepped up the rest young, of the season. Young soldier. Brave. Let's get a Peter Jerry commentary. Broad. Broad shoulders. <laughs> yeah. I see him more as a wide player than I see him as an eight. I also, it would depend who else is there because I don't think they have. You're, you're in the situations we're painting in which Kai Havertz is an eight for Arsenal. You're assuming that Declan Rice or Thomas Partey is behind him. Is there anyone at Spurs that can do that behind him? I, I like Hoiberg. I don't. I don't think he can what? do. Did it you say to- he's going? I've always said Hoiberg was going at one point when he, yeah, when he Alessi, bought him a Alessi, yeah. Is he actually... So, well, that, yeah. he's he's uh, on the list. 
Ah, they're, 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 they're Simeone, of course. Yeah. Sean, uh, Sean quote tweeted because the transfer window terminology that Spurs were braced for a bit. <laughs> and he said, about, you know, they've been told of bombs on the way. <laughs> Is that not a 40 million offer? It'll probably be less than 20, I imagine, that Spurs are probably saying we consider ourselves to have moved past what you can offer us. I'm quite glad where I've been. The fact I had to come on here and defend him in a Granite jacket debate is as disrespectful as a in fairness, thing that's been said on here. At the time of the thing, Xhaka was coming off a bad year at Arsenal and Hoiberg, the stock I don't was remember when he had a good year. Well, when he left Southampton for Spurs, there was some decent stock in. I, my thing with, all, with him has always been, if you just sell him, run around and tackle, don't overcomplicate it, keep the pass simple, let someone else do the fancy work. Kind of like Paulinho. But why is it that the majority of, a lot better, the majority uh, yeah, of players we ask and a bit more quality. to run around and tackle are the players that can't tackle? This is definitely a thing in the league and he's in that conversation. Yeah, he's also that line where you go from this is aggressive to Jesus Christ, this guy's a liability. Um, if he, I think he's okay at that role, but you have to have the perfect team around him probably. And I don't know if Spurs are that. But also, if they get rid of him, they're going to have to get someone else in to do that job. Skip maybe, ain't fucking doing it. Maybe they switch up and go for a Lavia type then, maybe. Keep their mitts off him. <laughs> you, you've spoken about tough paper rounds before. How tough is Oliver Skips? How is he under 21 playing in the championship? Was he like 22, 23, but still. I mean, yeah. I'm no oil painting, but that's, that's yeah. an old man. Yeah, yeah, you could put 10 years on him quite comfortably. Are you shocked they don't look to be adding any steel in their midfield or is defence just that much more important? <sighs> I'm not looking forward to when People have just about come round to um, Romero not being good. He's going to switch again first couple of games and people are going to say how good he is again. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Benton Kerr feels the only midfielder in, in that team that I can trust to do a disciplined job somewhere. I don't look at anyone else in their midfield that I can ask to do that. And that feels like a priority to me. I, I know yeah, I think that midfield's horrible. He wants to shift to a so back. So defence. Well, he wants to shift to a back four, doesn't he? And so that's why these changes are being made. I um, mean, yeah, you, you don't want any of those defenders keeping really in a back four currently. I so should, they're keeping Dyer and letting him go free a year later. I so he wants leadership. I assume Benzikos. He's out till like, he's out till, yeah. out till like late November. Yeah, I was going to say so November. So you are going to someone in, surely. That's what I think. Andrew's a good appointment, but I think he's arriving at Spurs at a horrible time, and that's going to fuck him. The Kane sale might be the best thing that could happen to him. Yeah, but you then need to replace Kane. Who'd you you replace him with? They they bought him for 60 mil last summer. Yeah. Richie Ladd. Richarlison's son and Kuliszewski isn't the worst front three. No, it's not. And I hate Richarlison. But it's... But it, it's obviously a significant downgrade from Kane. But yeah. if they can use some of the Kane money and hopefully some money they've got anyway to sort out the defence in the midfield. They brought another attacker in today as well. They- Manus Oliman for the well, uh, yeah, Fulham, Fulham last season. Okay, all right. If, oh yeah, if I had to bet with anyone, I would say Richarlison's definitely having a better year. Yeah. This well, he, year. Well, he, he can't really have a worse one. I mean, it's. Oh, I'm glad you said that because that might be the jinx we need. Like, I, I don't know. Short of, I don't know. <laughs> committing a murder on the pitch. There's no way he can do worse than what he did last year. That chicken celebration at Anfield's up there. That game at Anfield is scarily up there in terms of my favourite games ever. It's just ridiculous for a game that had nothing on the line for us. Hey, look, but when I say that about Arsenal seven, Reading five, then I'm <laughs> you get laughed at. Damn shame. 
Yeah, we've said Malice. Okay, last thing then. Wolves, the team everyone's been waiting to talk about. <laughs> what the hell is going on there? <laughs> I was going to say, I think there's some serious problems there. Yeah. That are- Collins and Neves gone. Nunes seemingly was a guarantee to go to Liverpool and no longer. A lot of midfielders like that. Raul Jimenez, they've been trying to ship nicely for about, for about three years now. Traore is going, isn't he? Yeah, he, so he, so is he it, was going to go to um, AC and then yeah. they decided to spend 20 million on Pulisic instead, which feels, if I want a winger with no end product, I'll take the free one. <laughs> they think he might go to uh, Roma now to link up with Jose, go be a wing back for them. God. Mateus Cunha needs to deliver, basically. Is I reckon they get rid of Podence for like 10 million or something as well. I well at that what, point, you may as well keep him. Guedes ain't coming back. Hmm. No. I, I um, think he'll leave. Lopetegui. I think he'll leave. I, well, that's before, the other thing. I think he'll leave before the season starts. At the end of he's last season. on a new deal, aren't they? Oh, do, no, no, he just said he's he staying. Stay, but at the end of last season, they were talking about him going to see the yeah. club saying everything isn't right here, he, not what I promised. He claims, so, yeah, yeah. he claims they've given him the assurances now. But they're not, they're not even been linked with players. These sales do not indicate he's got much assurance. Well, they're saying that... Um, they had FFP problems, didn't they? Which yeah. is why they've sold. But at this point, you've raised probably yeah. 60 million, I think. Yeah. What More than that, yeah. They're saying it's a lot Plus, if you get that money that they want for Kilman, yeah. yeah. I mean, presumably they have to reinvest almost all of this. They're saying know. that um, Sasa Kaladzic is like a new signing. Jesus. Remember he played, what, 45 minutes yeah, and got injured? Yeah. yeah. He spent like 17 mil on him. Still, Jamatinho has gone this summer as well. That should yeah, yeah. be overlooked as well. Again, that's sorry, got overlooked. So that's two of their starting midfield gone. Well, things that have been gone. like the bedrock, the whole thing, like Neves, Matinho, yeah. Ashley Young to Everton. Here we go. Oh, you love breaking news on the pod when you have huge <laughs> signings like that. <laughs> you do. Um, now, just if you have a sweetener and say it, it's like three years or something, then Alex Scott, they reckon Wolves may be the one, but they want 25 mil from, from Bristol. I mean, yeah, and that's not that's, propping that's, up walls. That's a West Ham signing all over. Yeah, I mean, Connor Palmer used to come on here and tell us about Flynn Downs. He's leaving. <laughs> He's not getting enough game time. <laughs> Tommy was the noble successor. Wolves there. Uh, Maybe they're probably could just... Be re- could be relegation. Parachute I, payments there. <laughs> I looked at that thinking, you know what? Look at the outrights. There could be a bit of a gap in the market. It's in might be a good price on Wolves, and they're like nine to two. No, that's not that's no. not doing anything for me. Well, no, they're 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 banking on their manager doing enough, aren't they, to keep them up? Yeah, Nunes is going to have to bang this season. Yeah, I mean, there's got a lot of players there that you wouldn't yeah. trust. They're going, we're going to put all our trust in you. He's going to have to step up a lot. Well, they brought in so they're starting centre backs now. I think they only have two are Craig Dawson and Totty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're, they're in a lot of trouble then. Fabio um, Silva doesn't want to come back. He's happy in Holland. In fairness. 40 mil spent on him. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah it feels like Mendes has obviously left as to what... Well, you got his pay, payout from Nunes. He'll pop yeah. back up to sell a couple of these, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah, it's, Does it, it, it seems like it's, it's strange what's going on there. Yeah, there's clearly something going on that they're not being totally transparent about. Who's uh, winning the window so far? Who is winning the window so far? United. If we get Anana. I think I think we've got the two best signings so far. I just don't necessarily know if they were what we needed. 
Who's the second? Alexis McAllister under. I, I can't say his name. That's better. I can't say his name because the compilations have convinced me. Oh. <laughs> I was say people that listened last week. What the hell's happened in a week? He's seen them like seen a lot of the compilations. All right. No, but who's who's made two better than that? Like I think they. If you want to say you made one better than that, fair enough. We've but only we had, we've only confirmed one. Yeah. I have got this on a technicality. I'm not yeah. going to shy away from that. I think if but, when you know if when you know confirm Bonano and you confirm Rice, I think. Arsenal would be having the best one. I, I think, think for the players, they have ever spent. I think for the players in the positions that both teams needed, that would bump them up. Maybe I'd sooner have spent the money on David Roya than uh, Onana. You're insane. Look, easy to just watch these uh, Onana comps. I could send you a couple. You can send me what you like. This is the hair calamity. This is a player I extensively scouted when he was linked to us. I've seen the stats. And if he does do well, another drugs cheater United. On that note, thank you again for listening to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. Movie Madness this week is Troy. AJ making his return to the pod. Got some very excited messages from him. Something I probably should have said at the start of the episode. If you listen on Apple, if you listen on Spotify, whatever you listen on, if you could press that subscribe button, I feel like a YouTuber saying this goes a long way. Might be able to get TK a drink when he does this each week. Look, the world could be our oyster if we get some more subscribers. So yep. press that button. Whether you listen once a week, whether you listen once a month, press the button. You don't have to worry about us again. We might be able to get Charmer back on if we get hey, some subscriptions and some good Probably reviews. depends on how well the start of the season goes. <laughs> that will be confirmed. <laughs> and who we sign. Thank you again. See you next time. Adios.